Podcast Network. Right. So good fellas. All right, good fellas. <laughs> that was good. So good fellas. Hello, good fellow. Let's, yeah, this is not nearly as stuffy and British as I was expecting. Good fellows, you were, you were Hello, good for? fellows. Yeah. Shall we participate in some crimes? <laughs> Get your shine box. Yeah, yeah, that's what was... Brov? Brov? They would definitely say brov. They would 100% yeah. say brov. <laughs> Crumpet heist. Good fellows. You should remake that. It'll be like Newsies. What's Mel Brooks do? Uh, <laughs> Mel, I got a million dollar idea for uh, you. Oh, boy. All right, so my first question is, Hunter, have you, you've never seen this, right? I've never seen it all the way through. It was always on whatever it was, TNT or TBS or something. I knew it, you know, its cultural significance. And I also knew that it was definitely going to be edited to shit on TBS or TNT. Yeah. So I was like, there's no way I'm getting the full effect. So I always kind of just tuned it out. Oh, they never stabbed that guy on TV? <laughs> Probably not. The Robert De Niro kicking, maybe. Mm. Yeah, because they don't actually show you. They just show him. Even without really paying attention, I knew I was getting a ton of like, mother, father, Chinese dentist. Like that mm-hmm. kind of like stupid dubbing shit they do. The, the Yippee-ki-yay, uh-huh. Mr. Falcon. Yeah. All these monkey fighting snakes on this Monday to Friday plane. <laughs> yeah, I never yeah. watched the whole thing. Now I've seen it twice in like four days. Oh, you watched it twice? I watched it two days ago and then Allison was watching it when I got back from lunch with my dad. So I watched like the rest of it. Had you ever seen it? No. Okay. I had seen the Animaniacs. The Good Feathers. The Good Feathers. And that was about oh, as far as I got the pigeons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's been parodied so much, but I guess in yeah. the in the Simpsons, the one parody that's like definitely it is when they're in the courtroom, when they're, when, when Bar- they're trying to say Bart was like the head of the gang. And he's just like gambling, prostitution, loan sharking. The kid liked to wet his beak and everything. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, this is the, that's why I wanted to do it because this is the movie I have probably seen the most out of any movie. Wow, really? Like, I've watched this so many times. And I was also reading about uh, the DVD I had was an early DVD. So you had to flip it. It was was like halfway through the movie. It was a single layer, both Mm -hmm. sides. Halfway through the movie was like... Yeah, yeah. please eject disc. Yeah. What was the flip? So it was actually like, you wouldn't want to have to stop the movie in the middle of it so there's no good way to do this right but this was like the best way to do it because the end of the was when karen is she has her kids and she's in i forget his uh mistress's name but she's in her apartment building oh, and she's like janice. janice yes yes janice rossi yes janice of course rossi. and she's like she's janice like, rossi for b you have a whore living in your building and she's and she's yeah and like their kids her like toddler kids are there yeah and then so that's where it ended and it was like oh shit but then side b like side b of the goodfellas <laughs> album which syncs up to goodfellas <laughs> if you play it over it. goodfellas <laughs> the it's all loot music yeah. <laughs> it's like, and now a 45 minute rendition of green sleeves yeah but italian but italian it it so you start the movie and it's her pointing the gun at you. Oh wow! Which is uh, yeah, that's great. Pointing the gun and I was like, whoa! Like that's an immediate yeah. way to get back into the movie. Can we mail this joke to like one minute ago? Green pepper sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> my 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 touch point for this is the old um, Titanic on two VHSs. Yeah, where it's literally like. We've hit an iceberg. Please insert second tape. <laughs> and then the second tape is all the ship sinking. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, this is what you want. Right. And I was like, oh, so I, I rented that 
thing. I wore out that second tape in the week that I had. I must have watched the second tape like 15 The propeller times. guy. Yeah. I was like, that dude eats it. Look at that guy. He's dead. Maybe laugh so hard after I watched it. They were like talking about test screenings and stuff and yeah. various edits they had to do. But the thing that made me laugh was uh, <laughs> test audience's least favorite scene was Henry, like the last day of Henry Hill before his arrest. And I was like, yeah, no shit. It's um, like um, the roughest thing. Oh, it's yeah. so yeah. fucking tense. And it's like oh, 45 it's minutes long. It's insane. They're like, I didn't like that part that made me like grip the edge of my seat till my nails exploded. Well, they said, so I, I, so yeah, I read a bunch of stuff and like I watched them. There's a making of, they were saying, um, cause they're also Thelma Schumacher who. Yeah. His, his uh, editor forever. And mm-hmm. she's like such a huge part of all these, especially that scene. So they were like, after people didn't like it, we made it like faster and we did more jump cuts to make it like even more disorienting. <laughs> yeah. And people didn't like, dislike it enough. Yeah. And like, it's, well, it's, it's more immersive, I think. Yeah. Well, it's literally like, that's as close as to ever you're going to get to being on cocaine without being on cocaine. Yeah. Martin Scorsese, definitely. I don't know about Thelma Schoonmaker, but it was like, <laughs> they're like, oh, I got this. Uh, I know what this is like. There's so much going on, and there's so much footage and stuff happening, but, like, you always know what's... They never lose the plot. You're never like, what's what's happening? Like, and that's so hard to do to not... To do so much, but the audience knows... They know what the point of the scene is. They know who the important and like, people also, are. Everybody has, like... There's movies so good at world building of, like, everybody has, like, their own little thing. And also, like the whole one scene, those one of the most famous scenes where they're going through everybody. Oh, this is going into the restaurant. Yeah, this yeah. is, uh, you know, it's all it's all uh, mafia nicknames. Yeah, yeah. This is Nicky Knives and this is Mikey Two Times. And, and when when they're walking in the kitchen of the oh yeah. Cabana, oh that was great, it's an incredible I, shot. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, I've like, seen that shot before. We uh, you know in film class, and like we t- we discussed it as like Henry's you know descent into the underworld. Well, actually, it's not his. It's it's um um. Karen's. Karen's, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, so yeah. Marco, it was it's like, him bringing her into the life. Yeah, and, it's like them going, they're like gliding in this other world of like. And it's so like well choreographed and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so mm-hmm. it like took like so long to. The one part where they had, they apparently like had to like make a wall, like, and then they moved it, like, while they were, oh. like, they had to rehearse mm-hmm. everything, like, everybody walking through. The guy bringing the table. Yeah. Yeah. Guy bringing the table. There's a guy carrying like a, a tray of like stuff and yeah. he comes in between them and the camera. Yeah. But like the camera never loses pace or anything. It's great. And then, I mean like unsurprisingly because it's Martin Scorsese, I think widely regarded as one of our greatest living filmmakers, but like there's a lot of great fucking filmmaking in this movie. Mm-hmm. There's also, I think this movie yeah. has the most filmmaking of any movie I've ever uh, seen. They do like a dolly zoom at the like near the end where uh Henry's meeting up with Jimmy. Oh in the yeah, diner. The in the diner. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah. 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 It's the jaws yeah. or the Hitchcock shot. Yeah. yeah. And it's the like thing something, is something's off about I, this. I and think I had it's seen everything like 
compressing and it's him yeah. being like yeah. hey go down this thing where he, yeah. he's like i know he's yeah, he but says like, like i'll never come back from florida I, again i'm pretty sure that i had seen that scene before in a video talking about use of the dolly zoom as a film oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know like yeah jaws and it's, jaws it's, does it's also it, like, very really smooth quickly this yeah. is like slow and yeah it's just like not even anything it's just them ordering breakfast but it's like something's yeah, it, like it's just up um, about um, something's wrong about this yeah it's just mm-hmm. his narration over yeah. them yeah. sitting talking at a table you can't hear what they're saying um yeah whereas jaws is the shot it's the same way hitchcock uses it like shock yeah like, <gasps> it's like yeah. the gasp yeah uh okay well so hello yeah, I, hello I, excellent I, humans oh yeah hello excellent show. yeah <laughs> hello excellent humans welcome to another hate watch great watch i'm your host hunter bush I'm your host, Allison Yukulis. And our guest today, returning for 18, I believe. Also, I co-wrote the Too Many Michaels theme songs every time you play that on the show. That counts, yeah. So it's basically 40. Um, Oh, I'm Brian Bierman. (laughs) Of the Too Many Michaels song. Yeah. Of of Too Many Michaels. Yeah, you did. It's a great new play that. Play that now. Yeah. (laughs) If you had a, a mafia nickname, what would it be? Because I don't, like, neither, none of us have names. I guess Allie is kind of vaguely mafia-y, but, like, yeah. Hunter, Hunter doesn't shorten in a mafia way. They call me Big Mouth. <laughs> Big Mouth, wash. Hey, Big Mouth, get over here. I don't know. I think. We mentioned them earlier. Can anybody name the three good feathers? Uh, pesto is one. Pesto is one. Yeah. Uh... It, is, it is Squit. Squit. Bobby, the one that's like Bobby. Robert De Niro, yeah, yeah, yeah. and Pesto, which I believe is the uh, you know Joe, Joe Pesci. Pesci one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Squid. No, that no. I haven't seen. Oh, oh really? Man, no. every <laughs> episode is Pesto doing the. Uh, I'm yeah. funny. I'm a clown to you. It's just that. I'm a joke. Bit, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I read yeah. that was uh, from an improv that they. Yeah, so so apparently it was a thing that happened to Joe Pesci. Yeah, because he worked in uh... he worked in like he was in he was like a, a singer and like an entertainer, yeah, and a comedian. So he worked as waiters in like restaurants, and he said that to like a mobster guy, and the guy he thought was, he was gonna get murdered. Yeah, he, he didn't. so so yeah, they they had like a script, and then they did like a bunch of rehearsals, and out of the rehearsals, where a lot of it's improv, but it's like that's kind of misleading because it's like Martin Scorsese made a script out of like the best stuff that they improv and then they but then there are some scenes we'll get to one of them which is like I think steals the movie uh but uh that was just all improv. Uh so for the nitty gritty we are we are covering today the film Goodfellas from nineteen ninety. It's rated R, it is two hours twenty five minutes, released by Warner Brothers. I watched this on VHS. Oh really? Uh, this was released around their seventy fifth anniversary, so the only trailer on it is for the seventy fifth anniversary collection. It's like Casablanca, Driving Miss Daisy, Cool Hand Luke, and The Fugitive. I've probably seen this. Um, obviously, uh, the director, Martin Scorsese. It's written by Scorsese and Nicholas Pileggi, who wrote the novel Wise Guys that the you know, screenplay was based on. It was going to be called Wise Guys, but there was, I guess... There was a show called Wise Guy, and I think there was something else. I don't know. They, yeah, but yeah, there were like one or two things that already had that. I think it's like a nonfiction oh. novel. It's right? it could, because like it, they're all based on real people. Yeah, Pileggi was a uh, like, crime reporter. Yeah, and I think he like must have found. My guess is he found the uh, Henry Hill story and was just there's a lot here, and it's a good entry point into a lot of these other things. Yeah, so, a couple fun uh, fun things. Uh, the parole officer. 
Is Tobin yes, Bell? Yes, I did notice that today, <laughs> or, or the other day when I watched. Yeah, that's wild. He calls. Yeah. He calls. He's like, you got, you got your pay stubs. Yeah. yeah. Like, He's like, do you want to, <laughs> want to play a game? Jimmy the Gent. You just want to do your. You have, soul. I don't have a good one. I love doing it. You have, you have circles written, drawn on your cheeks right now. What are you yeah. talking about? I, you haven't mentioned my. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, my a, my doll on a tricycle. Here. So we're in my house, and, and you brought a weird doll, tricycle doll. Yeah, but it's a doll here. of Martin Scorsese. I thought it was appropriate. Yeah. But I mean, hey, you want to play a game? Come on. Yeah, it's just like, all right, dude, stop. Stop talking. You're annoying everybody. He's like, the thing about the band is, <laughs> it's a Martin Scorsese song game. It's like, oh, if you hear, if you listen, there's Gimme Shelter and like, playing somewhere. <laughs> You have to edit out the big snotty booger of coke hanging out of Neil, <laughs> Neil Young's nose. <laughs> uh, get this tricycle out of my house. It gets quieter as it goes away. <laughs> when I was reading about it, there I kept seeing stuff about Casino, and I was like, you know, I never watched that. So I watched that yesterday for the first time. Oh, yeah. In preparation for this. And that has even more songs in it. <laughs> like, it's also, that one's three hours long. Even if you just took the two hours, 25 minute, that one has, like, even more music in it. Because I guess it had a bit bigger budget or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I remember I mean, that being like, a big deal when that was coming uh, There's out. also way more scenes. That was also written by Nick Pelleggi, which is, oh, big, really? and it's the same thing. It's, it's like, based on a real person and stuff. Oh, okay. Casinos with Sharon Stone. Yeah. yeah. So and and I remember I was always like, is that one any good? And he was like, he was like, ah, and like, yeah. he he didn't say. It's way less fun than Goodfellas is. Goodfellas is fun. Yeah, like even though these are horrible people. Well, it's both. It's it's so um, engrossing that you get to feel the fun that they're yes, all having exactly. in the first half, but then you get to the feel horror. the fun of watching him get punished for everything he's done at <laughs> the end. The, like, yeah, the horror of like, oh yeah, these were just the worst people. Yeah. The movie starts with like, they kill a guy, and he's like, as far back as I knew, I always wanted to be a gangster. Like, And then that's like, it's like, that's the thesis of like, all of these movies. They're like, ah, this is the life. Yeah, like... It is so alluring, and that's the whole, like... Man, that, that wedding. They just keep handing her envelopes. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I was like, marriage, what a scam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they're loaded after that. She's like, everybody had cousins or brothers or nephews, and they're all named Michael or Paul or whatever. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, Peter Pete, or Paul. Peter, Peter or Paul. Paul. Yeah. And she's and like... they're and, all married to people named Marie. <laughs> named Marie, and they all name their daughters Marie. And, like, it's all... It's Paul Sorvino, like, introducing yes, her to people. He's, and he's like, this is Peter. And she's like, hi, Peter. This is Paul and Paul. And he's like, this is Peter. He's like, no, I'm Paul. He's like, see, even yeah, I get confused. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And it's so, like, small in yeah, the background. But they're all different. He's like, this is Petey. Yeah, like, this is Petey. This is Big this Pete. Is Pete. This is, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. How is she going to tell people apart? Yeah, yeah 100%. Exactly. There's a scene. Uh, I'm Italian. And my grandma, um, the scene, like, where they're at, like, a party putting, like, makeup and shit. Um, my grandma would get, would have luncheons with, like, her aunts and, and sisters oh, sure. and yeah. friends. And it was, like. Exactly, like, like they. T- it reminds me so much of like, <laughs> just like, uh, like these Italian women like complaining, and they all the hairdos oh, and yeah. like for two people who have never seen it, was it like, I don't know, mid fellas, mid fellas. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought it was fucking great. I this is you know one of the only Scorsese besides like early Scorsese, like early early Scorsese that I haven't seen. I mean, it's got to. I, I don't know this, but it's got to be what codified a lot of those personas like 
because it's like the most Robert De Niro, Robert De Niro ever. Is. Like the the Robert De Niro stereotype is like all from this movie. Mm-hmm. It's literally like he's like insulting him a little bit. Like it's that. Yeah, like mm-hmm. Joe Pesci being like a crazy off the handle. Right. Like everything mm-hmm. that you know he he portrayed in the super. <laughs> Which, yeah, so I actually just watched him on um, Letterman around when Goodfellas came out. He was talking about his first movie is called The uh, Death Collector. Death Collector. And that was his first movie. And his second movie was Raging Bull. So, like, mm. <laughs> he wasted no time. Yeah. Yeah, he had been in, um, I think, Lethal Weapon 2 is before this. Home Alone came out the same year, but I don't know if it released after. Because this was uh, September, I think, of when this released. So, Home Alone might have been a Christmas movie. I took a lot of notes, but yeah, I, I... I mean, the plot is, it's complicated, but it's not. It's, you know... There's a lot of people, and there's, there's a lot of moving yes. parts. That but... was the thing I liked. I like that this is a mistake a lot of movies make, and I think probably a lot of movies that think they're going to be good films, is they, they're like, this is everybody you're going to need to know for the whole movie in one scene. And this doesn't do that. Like, you see people, Joe Pesci's mom, like in an earlier scene before they actually, like, mention, yes, you know... Yes, before she has her scene. <laughs> right. Like all that, and I was like, "Oh, that's you know, that's great," and like it does make the world feel more cohesive. But they're only introduced as you need to know them. Like um, Frank Carbone, one yes, of the guys, yes. one of the guys on the yeah. you know the Lufthansa job. He's in the whole movie. Yeah, he's just like, and he's in super the distinctive. Yes, like he he literally looks like that one gangster from The Simpsons. Like is one hundred percent. Yes, one hundred percent. He has to be. He yeah, there's no way. He's not. Yes, he he has like frizzy hair, and he's just like, big eyebrows. And yeah, like, he's just like yes. He's the and, guy that ends up in the meat truck. Yeah. Yes, yes he's the his wife has the mink. They're wearing it. <laughs> Maury, Maury is incredible. Dude, On the second watch, Maury is like one of my favorite dude, characters he, through the he, whole movie. That guy wasn't an actor. That Chuck, guy, Chuck Lowe is Maury. He was he I, an actual wig salesman? No, but he. So he. <laughs> he was he, an seemed, he seems like a ass. natural. He owned the building that Robert De Niro lived in <laughs> and bugged him all the time to put him in movies. So the only movies that he was ever in for years were all like De Niro things. <laughs> That's really funny. But he's so fucking good in this he's movie. He's great in this. And, and he also like improv so many of his lines. Like he's like, Jimmy is being an unconscionable ball break. <laughs> Like, like unconscious. Yeah, him, him say like they're wearing it. It's he's like, like, he's like uh, what am I, a schmuck on wheels? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was my favorite watching it again. I did read that whatever the FBI agent that um, talks to them I is, just, so is I, the real guy. He's the real guy who who prosecuted the real Henry, Henry Hill. Yeah, and it's based on what he said to him. Because apparently he was friends with Pelleggi and. He made a. They were they were taking photos of his office to get it right when they recreated mm-hmm. it. Yeah. And he made apparently made a an offhand comment like, "Well, if you need me to play myself, I'm willing to yeah. do it." And, and like ten minutes later, Pelleggi was like, "Are you serious? Because like, just do that." Yeah, and it's and great. He's good. Too. I I never knew that because like even as a kid, I was like, "This guy's so." The movie's so. The Godfather is more like mythical about the mafia and stuff. This oh, is yeah. more just gritty and just more real. Seeming. It feels lived in. Yeah. yeah. And like, but it's also like a lot funnier oh, it too, is. you know, like yeah, it's, yeah. and, and has like a lot more of like a, uh, well, again, like a, an improv kind of feel like it feels like that Joe Pesci is actually flipping his lid and, and murdering yeah. people, you know? <laughs> yeah. Like it, it feels real. Yeah. yeah. I didn't, I never knew that. Cause I was always like, man, this guy's like a great actor. Cause he's just like, don't give me the babe in a woods routine, Karen. He's yeah. like, I listen to those wire. It's great. It's so yeah. like natural. Yeah, like I never knew that blew me away when I, cause he's got, he's got, 
that line, the Babe in the Woods line is great. And also he's just like, I don't care if you go or not. Like, yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's so like, wow, like it catches you in the moment. Because like, he's mm-hmm. just like, yeah. he's just like, you people are scumbags. This is not my, I'm just like. It's the mm-hmm. thing, like we always talk about with like comedies and stuff. It's just tossed either. off. Like he's not putting any em- emphasis on it like an actor might. No. Right. He's just like, I don't care if you go or not. That's like, it would make him happier and be a better witness if you go. So I do want you to go, but I don't, it doesn't matter to me. So the, uh, I mean, I guess since we're talking about like, so the other couple times when it's the guy, Johnny roast beef, who looks like oh, yeah. fucking Artie Lang yeah. and who buys the car. Yeah. The, so the Cadillac. that's all like, all or this is like, it's a coupe. All this is based on like real people. So like, but they had to change it just enough because yeah, yeah, yeah. they didn't want to get sued. Yeah, you. legally defensible. That's why uh, the I looked this up. The um, American Airlines logo on oh uh, is blocked is out. Bleeped. It's a big black bar on it because hmm. um, that was on my VHS tape, and I was like, huh. And so Allison was watching it. On, I wrote uh, that down because I was like, I always loved that because it made it seem like real, real. It made yeah, it, seem... it seems like it's a redacted thing from like the transcript well, or whatever. So like... the other thing that was like, I never real. I mean, I guess I have seen it so many times. I never like when I was watching it, it was like, oh, the narration. He's not narrating it. He's talk. He's being like interviewed or interrogated. And that's what he's like. He's saying it like he's talking to you. And it's like yeah. almost a twist at the end is like, well, they were kind of talking. To, it's not them like narrating. And the one part. Oh, he, where he breaks the fourth wall. Yeah, yeah, his yeah. deposition. And he yes. starts that. I was like, this is fucking incredible. Yeah. 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 And, and I was like sober as a judge watching this at like 2.30 on a Tuesday. And that happened. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's so fucking like immersive. I was, and, yeah. I was also surprised when it switched over to Karen's voiceover. Yeah. I yeah. didn't realize we were going to be getting outside. Of- no, it's. Like Hank's head. Yeah, it's like forty minutes yeah. in or something too. Like yes, yeah, I and just, it's great. <laughs> I saw so real quick because I just watched Casino. This is spoilers for Casino. That's <laughs> fine. They do a thing where they like fuck with you. Joe Pesci is like giving narration throughout the movie. Sometimes a lot of times it's Robert De Niro, and okay. a couple times it's different people. So then they do a thing where in the middle of he's he's talking, he gets like hit over the head with a bat, and that's when he gets murdered. So they like fuck with you where like he's in the middle of a of, word of and narration. Like, yeah, and it's that's like, wild. Yeah, he gets killed during narrating. That's awesome. The Johnny Roast Beef thing. That guy's like not an actor, and they hired like a background actors or a lot of them are like real mobsters, and they wouldn't they gave fake social security numbers, and they don't know how they cashed their checks and shit. <laughs> Because like that's not for you to know. Yeah, exactly. Like, and, and so they got all these. <laughs> Marty's like, pe- I didn't ask. They got all these real people, and like, I never really realized that. So like, when De Niro, De Niro was just like tearing into him for buying this Cadillac when they're trying to keep things low because yes. they just did the biggest heist. In yeah, the what history. did they say? It's like six million dollars yeah. or something. Yeah. And apparently, in real life, they thought it was like he thought it was like two million, and found out it was like six million. It wasn't that. He wasn't going to pay people their cut. It was that they were like, oh, we want more money now. Right. And then he was like, well, how about I just kill everybody and steal all the money? <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> if I kill everybody, I don't have to pay anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and they can't they make an ass to? of themselves <laughs> until yeah. it gets us found out. Yeah. Uh, are there any other, um, like, not actors? I mean, the big one is Scorsese's, Scorsese's mom, mom. steals them. Is that some Scorsese's of the great... mom playing Joe Pesci's mom? Yes. Yeah. It's like some of the That's greatest... That's really funny. Some <laughs> of the greatest actors ever. <laughs> and this old lady who wasn't an actress, like, steals the entire And movie. she's, again, so natural. And like... so that whole scene was improv, except for... 
all he told he didn't tell her that they had a dead body in the trunk. They were mm-hmm. just like, "Your son is home. You haven't seen him in a while." The only line that was written was like, "I want you to see my. Did I ever show you my painting?" Where she pulled out <laughs> the, the painting. painting is so is, good. I like that painting. One dog's looking that way. The other dog's looking the other way. Yeah. Pesci is so funny, yeah. And she's like, yeah, he's going, this one's facing west, this one's facing east. One goes east, one goes west, so what? So what? And he's like, and he's looking like, what what do you want from me? And then De Niro's like, kind of looks like somebody we know. And he's like, without the beard, yeah, it's him. And then it zooms in on the trunk. trunk And And you can start hearing the, dude, it's so fucking good. Um, And Pesci's like, he's like, mom, I got to borrow this knife. When when we hit the deer, his paw, what do you call it? And De Niro's like, so hoof. Yeah, so so I I, I like... I don't, I don't even know why, but like that is like one of the most like quoted lines of the movie of him saying. I don't even. It's not. I don't. It's not a joke. It's literally just him saying what it is. Right. But it's so funny. It's 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 because everybody's sitting there is going. It's a hoof. Like in their head. Like. It's like, um, oh, Blair Witch Project. The Blair Witch Project. You know, that movie's all just dialogue, yeah. like, for the most part. Uh, so there's a scene where they're all sitting around a campfire one night, and they're talking about Gilligan's Island. And the one guy keeps going, yeah, and, like, Gilligan's always fighting with the captain. And, like, the captain, he's the boss. You got to listen to the captain, and he's whatever. And the whole time I was in theaters, I saw that in theaters, and I'm sitting there going, it's the skipper. Like, in my head. Like, it's just every time you say captain, I'm like, skipper. And then the other dude goes, okay, first of all, he's the skipper. <laughs> like, and, and like, and the whole crowd, like, laughed and applauded <laughs> yeah. in my screening. Because it's it's just that, like, it's it scratches that thing in the back of yeah. your head. <laughs> like, so, yeah, when De Niro says, it's a hoof, I, like, I was cracking up. Because I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> I don't know why that's, like, so fucking funny, but it is. But it is, like... That whole scene has a lot of stuff, though. That that's scene's true. great. She's like, when are you going like, to find a good woman? And he's was. like, I do most every night. <laughs> oh, yeah, find a nice girl. He's like, I do find a nice girl I every set, night. I settle down every night. In the morning, I'm like, free. Like, I love you. I love you. And he, like, hugs <laughs> She's, like, cracking up. Yeah, Because, yeah. like, yeah, like, so that was all, like... Yeah. Just her, just them eating. And she really made them food and all. Oh, and uh, what were they eating? Were they eating eggs or something? So yeah, yeah, and and Scorsese said this because they don't really show you it. Uh, he told his mom that Jimmy is Irish, so she made him um, eggs with potatoes, and he put ketchup. And the way oh, he pours yeah. the ketchup, he like moves the bottle between his two his two hands. Huh. It was like I wonder if that's like a better way to do it than that's, yeah. that's how he do he yeah. He didn't seem to have a problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, that's like if you're emptying uh, a bottle of, you know, if you swirl it so that it creates a vortex in it, it empties faster. Oh. Because uh, it creates a natural vortex where the air goes up through the empty center. Sure. Yeah. It doesn't have to fight against the liquid coming out. Yeah, it's so you not don't get... globing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So maybe it does that. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, I've never needed that much ketchup. No. But no, I loved, uh, uh, I knew who she was because I've seen a bunch of photos of her over the years and I knew that she was in this, I knew she was in his movies, you know, and, and he filmed yeah, a bunch she, of, she's in Casino as one of the <laughs> moms for like a second <laughs> and he keeps cursing. She's like, she's like, watch it, watch it. <laughs> she's very charming. That's like maybe the one scene in the whole movie where it was like, you could cut this out and it doesn't affect the plot at all. Because, like, there, there's yeah. constantly something happening. That movie, that part, like, slows down. It is really thematically relevant, though, for him to just be, like, visiting his mom in the middle of the night and stuff. Well, She's not questioning it. And they and, have a guy in a trunk and outside. And to show, you yes, know? exactly. Yeah. To show the, like, the, like this is normal. Right. Oh, I, I, yeah, yeah. No, no. You, oh, no, you I'm not arguing. Cut, you couldn't no, cut yeah. the scene out. But no. I, so, so, I'm not so, arguing with uh, you. I'm making yeah, the case yeah, for yeah. the scene. So, yeah. so apparently the studio was like, we wanted to cut that out. And then... 
literally in every test screening, even when they hated like other parts of the movie, everybody was like, oh, that that was great. Yeah. And yeah. so the, that's why they kept that. Like, it's a perfect scene. Yeah. Yes. Again, and it's, like, it's really funny and sweet and then also very yes. sinister at the same time. Yes. You but, know? Yeah. But I love that she never knew that. What yeah. It was right. About. Yeah. It's she's... also, it's a really good primer because a lot of movies do though. We start at a point then we cut back earlier mm-hmm. and then we get back to there. Yeah. And then we keep going after that. And a lot of movies do that, but take like pausing there right before what you know is coming or what you can figure is probably the thing that's coming. You know, you're like, oh, I saw them, like this guy in a trunk and whatever and you know, and to slow it down and be like easing you back in, like this is where you know this is where we started. Like everything before that was just getting us back to here. Yeah, and then you know, now shit's getting real. Yeah, yeah, it's so fucking good. And the the freeze frames are fucking great. Yeah, that, so I, many I incredible that, shots. Like, yeah, that the, they do that a lot. Okay. Yeah, I read a thing Scorsese talking about he wanted to try to emulate like specific films and filmmakers and. And everything, but that's why there's so. But there's so much like film theory in this. Like, yeah, yeah. Him break uh, uh, Ray Liotta as Henry Hill breaking the fourth wall during his like testimony at the end is incredible. And that they don't have everybody frozen. Like it's not like no, a, they're all just ignoring. Him. Right, they're ignoring. Yeah. yeah, they're yeah. they're nothing's happening. They're yeah. just like I was like yeah. that's really great. And yeah, it does feel avant-garde and things, especially when the movie doesn't have that really. Mm-hmm. That's what they were saying uh, with the editing. They were like trying experimenting and like. He's like making the meatballs, and there's like a close up, and then they like replay the close up, like they replay it a couple times because oh, it's yeah. just so like disjointed and yeah, fucked yeah. up. There's so many things where the camera will start moving like to your the left of your screen, and then it, you know, you're kind of following this like left to right, and then you get bounced back, like like uh, that. That's in the scene where uh, Karen calls him, and she got like groped by the guy that lives across oh, the street yeah. right oh, before yeah. Ray Liotta pistol whips him. And he's like, so what happened? And she's telling him and like the car like backs up and then pulls off and the camera starts to like move and then is him like stopping the car in the next shot. And he's like, go inside and clean up. And then he just goes across the street and beats the shit out of that guy. The pistol whipping sounds incredible. I don't know. It doesn't sound like a pistol hitting a face. It sounds like what it would sound like if a pistol hit your face. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like it has this weird resonance to it. Mm -hmm. Like it sounds like they were hitting like a briefcase with a, you know, bat or something. Like Uh, it's way more... It's just brutal. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, a lot of times it's like they do like, you know, they hit, hit something yeah. with, it just sounds yeah. like a thud or whatever. But this has like a weird like thunky resonance to it. And I was like, oh, it's so brutal. Yeah, like, so the movie's like constantly moving and the camera's constantly moving and cutting and shit. But when they don't cut, it's so tense. Like that yeah. scene is just because of director of photography, Michael Ballhouse. But he, he was saying in one of the, it's probably the most violent scene I've ever shot. And it's just one shot. It's oh like, yeah. There's no cutting away from it. You can't look away from it. It's just like, and it's so kind of at a brutal. distance too. Yeah. yeah. And it's to make everybody in the shot because he's got like what, like two or three friends with him at the car, yeah. and they don't do anything. <laughs> no. I mean, I will need that. And Ray Liotta points a gun at him, and he's like, hmm? the guy's yeah. like, no, no, no yeah. problem here, boss. It's great. I noticed watching the second time. You know, Ray Liotta goes in for like the first hit, and the guy like puts his hand up to his face, and he must have had a blood like yeah. tube. Up, because then there's immediately blood on yeah. his face, and I was like, yep. "Shit, I didn't even notice how fast that was." Yeah, and I mean, like, yeah, it's very quick and brutal. And there's no yeah. edit, so it's not like, yeah. "Oh, we cut away, put blood on, cut back," you know, like. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh yeah, this guy did they a great do that job." Again like, with like, um, when Samuel Jackson gets his head blown. Oh off. yeah, that's yeah. Like, I still was like, I don't know how they did that. I know, I'm sure it's some practical way, but like, yeah, it's great. Like, I have no idea how they. It's like brain, yeah, and like, and it like it's it's, it's like sprays an explosion out. of. 
Yeah, and more. then he falls onto it, and yeah. So the whole movie is, as we've sort of been discussing, it's narrated. It, but it's him telling this story like yes. in his head or you know whatever. Yeah. But the break in the fourth wall is like so great, and and he does it again. The very last shot is like him looking yeah, directly at the camera, the and like mm-hmm. and then Joe Pesci's ghost shows up. So apparently that's uh, an homage to the Great Train Robbery. Hmm. I never really noticed this, but like like they have little Henry who's like. What's he supposed to be, like, 11 or 12 or something? Yeah, sure. Then they cut to him, and he's, like, smoking a... It's, it's Ray Liotta smoking a cigarette. But it's, like, he's, like, 21. It was, like, that was a rough fucking 10 years. Dude. Like, <laughs> yeah, like he's, like, kid. now he's, like, this coked out 30-something. <laughs> right. Like, dude. I, love the, I love the kid playing Little Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> Young Pesci. Yeah, he's in um, A Bronx Tale, because I just rewatched that recently. Oh, really? And he's one of the... I saw a photo from the premiere, and it's like Scorsese and Paul Sorvino and De Niro and Ray Liotta and Pesci and the kid that plays young Henry. Yeah, he looks like him. He does, but he's also like a foot taller than all of them. (laughs) (laughs) Like, easily. Uh, Paul Sorvino's fucking great in this. Yeah. Uh, So, he was, apparently he was like... He wanted to get out of it because he was like, I'm going to ruin this movie. He's like, I have no idea how to play this or do this. And, and like, like he tried, he wanted to get out of it like three weeks, uh, like in the filming or, or like before they were going to film because he was just like, I can't play this. Like, I'm, I don't, I'm not, he's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he tells a story that he was like fixing his tie or something and he saw himself like make a face. Whoa. And he was like, Oh, that's, that's him. Like, huh. And then he was like, oh, I got it. His introduction is the best because it's just like, he doesn't say a word. He just, they're being loud in front of the thing and he like looks at all of them. And he comes out and pokes his head out. Yeah, up. and they're always like, you started it. He's like, you started um, But that's kind of the Billy Bob Thornton sling blade thing. That started with him just looking at himself in a mirror in a bathroom and like making faces and doing voices. And he hit on that character and was like, oh, that's something I can like work with. And then he yeah. had this movie made around it. Like, Also, I don't know why that movie's like out of print. I don't know what's hmm. up with that. All right. How should we start this? <laughs> the film tech, like the, the actual plot of the film starts in the middle, as we said, with them yeah, so driving. I was, so I apparently they, they wrote it chronologically and he they were just like, ah, it's too like boring another draft they were like scorsese loved the image of of the body in the trunk that wasn't dead yeah so he's like that's where they started in other movies where there's something you know that you're building back to from like the cold open you can kind of you know see it coming like you're like oh right this is oh we're getting into the thing oh he's made an enemy now or whatever yeah. oh cool this is where we're gonna get to the gunfight or whatever from the beginning this is just like a random body in the trunk we don't know who it is we don't yeah. know why it's more important than any other body yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And even when it happens and it does loop back around, you don't realize exactly why it's why it's any more important or any different. That's Billy Bats, the guy. No, yeah, right? no. But I because that was the that's what unraveled everything. Yeah, right? well, that's the thing. Yeah. It becomes the linchpin for. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand yeah. that, but. Yeah, it's as they're finishing burying him, his narration says, like, Billy Bats was a made guy, and he explains, like, what that means and everything. And I was like, oh, okay. Because, yeah, otherwise it's just like, all right, I wonder why we're taking this detour. Because, again, everything's very quick, fast-moving. It's just like, yeah. it's this crime, it's this job, it's this thing, you know, whatever. And then we're slowing down to deal with this. But then once he explains that, you're like, oh, okay. And then you kind of forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, incredible. Um, I watched Casino, and Casino does a weird thing. It's kind of like playing off Goodfellas, because in the beginning, I'm going to spoil this also. (laughs) It's fine. It's like Robert De Niro getting in a car, and then the car blows up. 
<laughs> and it's his like body floating is like the <laughs> title scene. And Elaine and Saul Bass did the uh, titles. <laughs> Wait, really? And they did a, the That's titles crazy. in this too. Oh wow. Um, that doesn't happen. Later on in the movie, he goes to start the car and he gets out alive. So they like fuck with you. Casino sounds fun. Yeah. So that's the turning point because ultimately the downfall of yeah, Billy Bass was was a made man. Boy, he's such an asshole. Yes, and he's really only in the movie not that long. No, but him you he know, casts a lot. Get your fucking shine box. Yes, I mean that's a famous thing that I knew that you know yeah. exchange and everything, yeah. but I didn't know the context for it. But yeah, he tells Joe Pesci to get your fucking shine box, and he's like, I- I'm not that kid anymore. He's like, you've been away for six years. Like maybe maybe they didn't come up and tell you, but I don't shine maybe shoes shoot, anymore. Maybe shoes look like mirrors. Yeah, he's like, let's call him uh, Spitshine Tommy. Tommy. (laughs) And he's like, all right. And they're doing, they're like, all right, I'm just saying. He's like, yeah, "Yeah, just bust your balls. All right, don't bust my ball. Okay, all right, I'm sorry. All right, me too. And he takes a drink and he's like, now go get your fucking shine box. And like, she's about to kill. Keep him here. Keep him here. And then he takes his date and leaves. And then it cuts to like hours later. The shot of De Niro kicking the shit out of him. The De Niro kicks, baby. Woo. So I read an oral history on GQ about like, De Niro kicks. Well, no, they interviewed the the stunt guy, and they were like, they were like, we had padding and all. And he was like, but when they got into it, it was just like, <laughs> like you know, fear for your life. Yeah, they were just were yeah. Just, the De Niro kicks are famous. He does it all the time. He kicks like a professional wrestler. Like he he kicks yeah, these he, little like short stiff kicks. Dude, stomps on the on the. It's in so many movies. Yeah, he's right at it. And De Niro kicks over the phone booth. It's not even in frame. Yeah, it's when he gets the news. Yeah, yeah and yeah. he's and he's just like they only did. Apparently they only did. Uh, they only did that once. Sure, because it was. So, I mean, it makes sense because yeah, like so intense. Um, I think the aging stuff is really good in this too. Like, the, yeah. they they do really natural aging on him. Yeah, aging, and then also and when the when yeah. they had Ray Liotta looking tweaked yes, out like horrible. that. He looks yeah, yeah. Like great, but like not yeah, he, not good. He looks yeah. bad, but he, it looks he, realistic. And the doctor is um the dude from The Wire. He's a uh, senator <laughs> Clay Davis. Is he really? Yeah. Oh fuck! I and missed he's, it. And he's like, you look like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Karen too. Yeah. Her, her last like yeah. stretch. She's, she's great. She's yeah. incredible. Her freaking out is also really. Like Lorraine, uh, Lorraine Bracco. Bracco, yeah, Bracco, yeah. Bracco. and uh, uh, Sopranos, yeah, and Joe Pesci are both just like you know powerhouses, yeah, of, very of, loud powerhouses. Oh right. yeah, and that's the, so, so like when the movie actually slows down when he finds out that she flushed the drugs yeah. down the toilet, mm-hmm. it's just like brutal that way. It just lets you sit in that moment yeah, with both of them like awful. freaking out, feeling terrible. Yeah. For all the lip service that he pays earlier in the movie to like, oh, people only go to jail if they're disorganized. Like, I'm too organized to go to jail. Yeah. They didn't have a run-through for like, what if we have a bunch of drugs in the house and Got the cops show off? Like, yeah, yeah. Show well, up? Yeah, were, like yeah, just yeah. like that. And he was too were... sure that he was untouchable. Yeah. And, and was on drugs and shit. Right. That's the thing is like, the drugs were affecting his... But, like, we kind of see when he's fucked up. Because he's saying, like, oh, I got these guns for Jimmy. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, he's not going to want them. He's going to make me pay but for I, them. But I have to go over there anyway. Right. I mean, and But that... he shows up, and they're just the wrong gun. Like, entirely wrong. Yeah. Like, it's not like he doesn't want them, because whatever. He's going, like, I need these for silencers, and they silencers Well, that's fit. what he tells you. He's like, he's like, get off the drugs. They're making your brain the mush. Right. And that's yeah. why I was like, oh, maybe that's, like, yeah. 
It is funny, though, in that where the voiceover keeps, like, changing the plan as the plan is changing, yeah. you know? And so, like, it's like, I'm going to do this, that, and the other thing. Okay, I'm going to do this and that, and, and then he, the yeah, other thing, the, and, and then we'll do this instead. Yeah, Like, they're, him making the sauce is equally important to, there's a helicopter following me. In the yeah. Sky. Right, and I have, like, however much cocaine that I have to yeah. get back and mill and then, you know, strap to my babysitter's legs. Yes, that's, yeah, that scene is, like, uh, the way they use music. Because they'll play oh, songs yeah. for like two seconds and then they'll play another and then it'll come back to that song and like... Yeah, the you were talking about like when camera work like slows down and everything. There's a great... The shot, uh, it's like a long push in on De Niro in the, uh, at the end of the bar and it's playing uh, Jimi Hendrix. No, it's Cream, I'm it's sorry. Cream, yeah, it's yeah, Cream. It's yeah. just like... That's the... It's so fucking good. That's one of the best like images of the movie it's when he first gets the idea and he's like well, i just killed this guy right uh, maybe i just maybe this is how i take care of it gl- oh I, I actually think... that is like a, a thing where he says something that doesn't end up being true is he thinks that he convinces jimmy not to kill maury well yeah, he, that's true, and he he's does. like he's like oh, i'm so glad that he's not gonna kill him and then he kills him <laughs> well he 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 did but then yeah he, I, th- I think he wasn't going to, but then Maury, because when they're getting in the car, he, he like keeps busting his balls again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If he's narrating it from the future, then he would know Maury was killed. Yeah, they don't really like yeah. uh, explain. Like, yeah, it's kind of a, <laughs> there's a part I never really noticed that in the beginning when they're showing that they just steal shit and then sell it off the back of trucks. In the background, they're like, they've got a bunch of yellow cardigans. Yeah, they're all wearing like, Yeah, then they're all wearing, they're all wearing these like horrible yellow sweaters, <laughs> these mobsters. Um, the face, when they freeze frame on, Henry gets a letter from school because he, and then his dad beats the shit out of him. Yeah. And they freeze frame on his dad and he's like, it's so brutal. Yeah. But then they can't, they don't want to beat up his dad, so... They go and beat up the they mailman. Intimidate the mailman. Who was just doing his job. But they <laughs> yeah. stick his head in the oven and they freeze frame on the it's like a Francis Bacon painting. His like mouth is open. It's like this nightmarish. <laughs> his head is getting shoved into an oven. It's so brutal looking. One of the things I was written down was that uh Paulie's having a picnic and they're showing like how he was like he's like he'd like to talk to everybody one on one. Right. And they're all eating, like, bratwurst and shit. Mm-hmm. So and he I says, have... like, and he never wanted anybody to hear what he said. So it's it's like somebody has to tell the intermediary guy what, he... what the issue is. Then he goes up and tells Polly. Then Polly whispers it to him, and he goes back and relays mm-hmm. it. But it's the first of many, like, delicious food scenes in the movie. Yeah. The whole movie is just, like, like and it's literally not... the whole... Anytime somebody's eating, they make a point to show you the yeah. food. There's, like, a part where he's making a sandwich, and it's, like, a long shot of the, like, spread of the... These it's him as a kid, so, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like, and someone's bringing a plate of like meatballs, and yeah. Like zoom in on it, yeah. Yeah, the thing is, like, I I knew the you know the garlic and the sauce that yes. like that whole monologue is like a thing I was familiar with, yeah. But like, I was like, oh, it's not. There's not really like as much food discussion in the film. No, but it's food just, is always there. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's always just, present. Yeah, they're just always eating. So the arc of the film is that everything is fine. Everything is great. Everything's great. Henry goes like, to jail, but like, it's no big deal because like everybody gets pinched and you know, he didn't rat. So he's still in everybody's good graces and he comes out and things are still good. And as we said, the turning point is that Tommy, which is Joe Pesci, kills Billy Bats. Yeah, who was a made who's man, a made man which, which, is, which means it's a guy right. that you have to get permission from the mafia heads if you want. Right. You have and to get he, special dispensation to kill him, and, and you better have a good not, reason. He just is a hothead and didn't like this guy. Right. And they had a history and whatever. Yeah, but... 
But yeah, yeah he flew off the handle. Um, he hadn't seen him in years. And then he <laughs> sees him for 10 minutes and he kills him. <laughs> yeah, he's just 10 minutes and decides, I'm going to drop my date off and I'm going to come back yeah, like and he, kill him. Yeah, they, they planned that out. Like he was yeah, like, he's yelling, keep him here, keep yeah, him here. And he then had, he leaves. He had hours to think about it and right. stew on it. And the next shot is, it's clearly been a while. They're drinking, you know. They're, yeah. All, and, all, and, all and Billy Bax's like, guys are gone. And he's like super drunk too. He's yeah. like talking to him and he's like trash. Yeah, and then Pesci comes in. They throw him on the floor. They kick the shit out of him. Pesci shoots him. They kill this guy. He like goes, he's going to shoot him again. And his like, he gets the gun knocked away. That's why he doesn't. Doesn't <laughs> die. Yeah. Tommy like looks at him like, it's like the most earnest and sincere he is through the entire movie. Yeah, he's I know like, what you're going to say. It's great. He's like, I didn't want to get bought on your floor. Yeah, and he like, says it like he's so sorry. Yeah. And, and they, and they cut to like Henry Hill is just like what like it, it's like even for him he's just like what the fuck like where what is happening yeah, yeah like meanwhile they're like wrapping this dude in like yeah, tablecloths to go so they can put him in a trunk and bury him in upstate De Niro's like I know a place they'll never find him yeah and then it's like six months later and he's like yeah, hey they sold like, the land yeah. they want to put up condos we gotta dig them up he's like it's been six months he's like I don't care we gotta go and they when they when they're digging him up I don't know how they did it but like it's like red like it's, oh, it's like it looks like a zombie movie or it's something. Like the tail I guess the tail lights, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah, and, and he's and throwing. Yeah, Henry's throwing up, and they're like, and they're, they're like, like, oh, whoa, yeah, you're, he's would like, you lose your appetite? And they're yeah, like, you he's know, like, he's like, he's we'll like, go by my mom's. I'll, she'll make you some sausage and peppers. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, oh, you you prefer organ meats? He's, <laughs> he's like, like, you like the whoa. heart and the lungs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, I I found a leg. He's like, I found a wing. Yeah, he's like, what do you like, the leg or the wing? While they're digging up, like a guy they murdered. Yeah. Yeah, because they're just like so. It's so brutal. <laughs> I know. And then he's hosing out his trunk to try to get the smell. That's the out other of the fucked car. up part. His kids smell this dead body. <laughs> his kids smell this six month rotten dead body. And, and he's like, like, I hit a skunk, Karen. Get away. She's like, get this out. It's disgusting. <laughs> Even Karen has like her voiceover she's, she's, where she's like, my my girlfriends would have like not. Oh yeah, you know, yeah stayed but, with him. She's like, but it turned women, me like, on. I know a lot of women like yeah. my best friends. Would have, uh, you know, run the other way if their boyfriend asked them to hide a gun. But she's like, not me. I got to admit, it turned me on. It's yeah. her holding a blood. Yeah, it's like. <laughs> it's when it, she, uh, it's when Ray Liotta pistol whips the guy that yeah. groped her. And she's like, hell yeah. yeah. And that is like kind of the main theme or story of the movie is like these two people get just their lives basically ruined by this way, underworld. That yeah, by like this way of life. In. Even then, as horrible as it is, they're still like, I love it. Like, yeah, they're really oh, yeah. choosing it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and she even says, like, when she finally snaps about his uh, dating Janice Rossi, yeah. and he wakes up to her pointing a gun in his face, yeah. and he has to, like, talk her out of shooting him. Yes. And she's like, oh, how could I hurt him? How I couldn't even leave him. Like, I, you know, she's like, I, I was still attracted to him. Like, I, you yeah. know, I loved him. I couldn't leave it's him. It's just like this fucked up right. relationship. And then, like... At the end, I mean, I know we're jumping, but like, yeah, yeah, he doesn't learn a lesson at all. He's just like, man, like if 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 he could do it all over again, he would, right? Like, like he does, and and it's like, no, he's just bummed that he can't have yeah, all the good things in yeah, life that right. he had before, yeah. right? That he's rotting in suburbia and yeah, with sex, right? And he can't get good pasta. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't he earlier say that like when I think it's when they're going into the club where he's talking about like all the people waiting in line? That's a fate worse than death. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. he, yes, being he, being he, like a like, normal person. He's 
he's like, but we're special. It's that whole thing. So now in witness protection, he's, he's just a, a normal he's, person. Yeah, so it's worse a, than him dying. He's a schnook. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the, it, the, it's, it's real subtle. But like when at the end, when he's like waving, they play the sound of like a jail cell closing. Because it's really like funny. for him, that's uh, like yeah. that's like his jail is he has to be a regular fucking person. Right. Mm-hmm. He's got to be a dude. And that's also Wolf of Wall Street is kind of like the like finance bro version of the. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like because the same the ending is the same exact thing where he is now instead of being on a yacht doing coke with supermodels, he's hosting like, he's, Tony Robbins seminars. Yes, and then the movie cuts to the audience because all these people will be like, "Yep, let me. I would sign up for that. Like, let me. They all want to be this." Person. Right, I saw, I saw, and heard about how terrible this is. Yeah, and I'm, but I, and, but and I could I'm, do it. I think. Yeah, but this guy fucked up. I could do it. Um, I like the way they explain his point of view of what the mob is. Is like it's wrong, but you could see where people what he was because it's like um, it's just protection from getting ripped off. He's like that's what the FBI and those guys could never understand. It's protection for people who couldn't go to the cops. That's all it is. It's a police department for wise guys. Like everybody's trying to fuck somebody and all that. All we're doing is just like we're like protecting you know one another. Right. We're, That's how they saw. It. Right. We're policing you know this yeah, subculture. Like, like, yeah. The part where like little Henry like blows up those cars and it mm-hmm. stops on the freeze frame and he's like he's like he's like one day a couple neighborhood kids he's like they carried my mom's groceries like, all the way know, back from the yeah. store. He's like you want to know why was that a respect. Yeah, they respected me now because yeah. I can blow up cars. Although, to be fair, if at that age I knew somebody who could get away with blowing up cars, I would probably respect them as well. Like a whole parking lot. Like, yeah. not just, like, one car. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like where like was that? Cars. Where he, was, he had time to break every window yeah. and pour gas into everyone. Like, uh, yeah, like a impound lot or something. Yeah, fuck the whole thing. Yeah, right that, now. or yeah. maybe that was insurance. Because then, yeah, cause I they think t- a little while after that, they're doing thing, uh, the, 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 yeah, the club or the bar or whatever. That's one of their things. Is, yeah. Uh, yeah, they skim, they skim, they skim until yeah, until it can't, until the business the ru- is ruined. Yeah, yeah. They have the things like dipped in the accelerant. Yeah, and they're hanging them. And Pesci's like, "You look like you're decorating a Christmas tree," and he's yeah. like, "I just want to do it right." Like, <laughs> just constantly busting. Yes, balls. it'll burn more evenly that way. I agree. <laughs> um, but then they're talking out front. Yeah. He's talking about how he wants to date this Jewish woman. And he's like, can you believe... She's, she's... racist against Italians. Yeah, he's like, can you believe that a fucking Jew broad is racist against Italians? Right. He's, like, he's, like, he's like, in this day and age. Meanwhile, he's racist the uh, entire movie. The whole movie, movie yeah. Yes. And they, they all are, but yes. yeah. Yes, yeah. That's how Henry meets Karen, is he has to go be the wingman. Because and she he... won't go on a date with this, like... As we know, as we will learn, insane mafioso. Yes, they go on a date. They don't get along at all. And, like, he walks her to the house and he just, like, doesn't even stop walking. He, like, walks her up and he goes back. So then she, he stands her up the next time they go out. But it's Joe Pesci, like, shoving food in his mouth. And he's like, yeah, I feel terrible. He's like, I don't know. He's I don't like, know why we do that. I just hope he's okay. Yeah, That's what he, I'm worried yeah, about. I hope it's like, nothing serious. He's, he's like, the like, World Series. That's what I'm worried about. He's, like, he's like shuffling yeah, pasta yeah, in his like, face. <laughs> and, yeah, she comes and chews him out in, in front, front of, of the, everybody. Yeah. And, that, and that's when he's just like, oh. He's like, all right, she's got, she's in, got balls. in love with her now. Yeah. The scene where it's the, it's the first time, like, little Henry is like, Oh, this is like fucked up. Where, where he's like, the guy's just like, they shot me 
and, and, oh, at the pizzeria and, and it's like you can't bring a fucking guy bleeding guy in here yeah. or a fucking mafia how you know so they give him a bunch of aprons yeah, to wrap like, his hand like, in he's, this like, he's like you're a real fucking jerk we wasted eight fucking aprons on that guy we got what's wrong this with you we got toughen this kid up yeah, yeah. <laughs> that guy that guy is named frank DeLeo, and he was michael jackson's manager for years during the 80s and shit Jeez. wow really? that's the other thing they got like real people like they got people who weren't actors and peppered them in in the movie and they're like so good yeah because they feel like, like real people like yeah I guess the big thing, right, is Henry and, and Karen, they get fully sucked into life. Uh, Karen's monologue kind of takes over in the middle for a little while. And she's talking about, like, we did everything together. We had, like, parties and this, and we went to this. And every time a baby was born, Henry and, and Jimmy were the first two at the hospital and blah, yeah. blah. And she's like, I, st- I started to love that my husband was somebody who would go that extra mile to get his family the finer things. And we went on trips together and all this stuff. So you can see, like, she's like, it's extremely insular. She keeps saying, like, no no outsiders, nobody around. Like, it was just people within the family. The family, right. Paulie and Tommy, well, they talked to... Henry about having having an affair because he, he leaves his family. They're like, you do whatever you want to do, but you got to go home to the that, family. The, that scene is like, the, that's the other thing is like, I've seen it so many times and like, man, like Robert De Niro is just like, and, and everybody, Pesci, everybody yeah. is, but it's just like, they're just like. It's incredible. Like, yeah. It, that, it, if not launched, because it didn't launch everybody's mm-hmm. career, but like it ensured their careers for 20 years. Like, yeah. I mean, Pesci has a huge 90s. I mean, like we said, he's in Home Alone the same year. I mean, they're not all great, but like... Yeah, but they're all huge movies. Right. And all the Lethal Weapon movies. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, but I mean like The Super. The Super's not a great movie, but oh. like it was a movie that came out and people saw. My like, Cousin Vinny. My yeah. Cousin Vinny's yeah. huge. Uh, With Honors is a pretty good movie. He's in JFK. He is in JFK. Yeah. That's only like two years after that or whatever. It's yeah. It's like 93, right? Yeah. He was the face of the 90s. Joe Pesci, <laughs> face of the 90s. Him and Wayne Knight. So, okay, the I guess the big turning point is... Henry and Jimmy go down to Florida for business. They go to intimidate a guy. They're going to throw him in the in the lion cage, yes. in the lion pit. Kind of funny where he's like, I think they actually do that down yeah, here. Because he was like, really scared. Because yeah. he gave up the information. Like, right <laughs> yeah. And it turns out the guy's sister is like a typist at the yes. FBI. Yeah. So she turned everybody in. So they go to jail. This is the famous like... In prison, dinner was a big thing. He's like, we'd have a pasta course followed by fish or, be- or beef. Like, yes. and, just like, and so one of the guys, Vinny, the guy who's making the meatballs and stuff, yeah. that's Scorsese's dad. Oh, really? And that's <laughs> the guy who later on is, he's there when Jimmy gets killed. Or not Jimmy, um, um, Tommy. So do you think Paulie was... If not signed off on it, knew about, like, I oh, feel like... You had yeah. To. yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, especially after watching, like, The Sopranos and seeing how all those things go through... Different like, channels. Different and channels, and you have to get approval from yeah. people, even if they're not, like, necessarily, like, a made man, but it's like, this is your crew, so we have to go to you first, you know, that kind of so thing. So, I guess, so I was reading... So, this isn't in the movie, but this is just, like... Henry Hill in real life is like an unreliable narrator because his stories change over the years. I've heard that, yeah. So after Wise Guys, he put out a book called, I think it's... <laughs> called If I Did It. <laughs> if was real small. Uh, if was disappearing up a straw in his <laughs> it's called. I think it's called Godfathers and Goodfellas. And it's like... That sounds, actually, I think mm-hmm. I did read about this. So he says that in the book, I guess, Karen had an affair... With Paulie, according to him, I, again, okay. none of this is in the movie, and this is years later. Right, this is in the '90s, so who knows? Like, Interesting. I feel like, yeah, he he would have to. Yeah, he would have to know. Like they're like, hey, you know, 
he killed a made man. Like we yeah. gotta, we gotta. Yeah, there's well, nothing. Otherwise, it starts a war. Right. You know? Yeah. And everybody and, and the hierarchy collapses. Right. And they also they were like, you know, he was always causing problems, and he was always yeah. Having, he even in his narration, Henry even says like it was retribution for uh, for, for Billy Bass, like, and, and, and he's like and a lot of other things. Yeah, yeah, like it wasn't just yeah, like it was yeah. this guy was a psycho, and they all knew it. Yeah, like that's that might thing. have been the, the big thing, reason, but I, it was also yeah. Well, so that's the thing yeah. I wanted to get to is after they go to jail, and there's you know stuff in jail where uh, uh, Karen sees. Um, Janice's name in the logbook, and so he's selling. Okay, I should actually go back. Yeah, we see like they're talking about dinner, and and he's he comes in. He's got a big bag of like here's wine and here's bread, and you're just like wow. How you know? Like I understand they're in the mafia, but how are you getting all this? Like and and so then when Karen comes to visit him, she's got this big long coat on, and she's like, "I saw Janice's name in the logbook." He's like, "I can't stop who comes to visit me." And yeah. she was like, "Well, maybe she can bring you all this shit." And she opens this coat, and it's like these huge long rolls of salami bread and, bo- and <laughs> salami and bottles and then of shit. Uh, bags because he re- really he's like selling drugs. He's in selling prison. pills, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and and also like they already show before the movie. They do a good job of like I just saw the Iron Claw, which has nothing to do with this, but at, but <laughs> good like Carrie Von Eric at the end is just kind of just like he's like he calls his brother and it just kind of comes out of nowhere. You don't really see that he's like on drugs or anything. Like there's one scene where he's like like troubled right before that, but like this movie does a good job of being like it shows you like they're already like kind of fucked up on drugs by this point because like even right they, before he's going to prison yeah, he yeah. takes a pill yeah, yeah he takes a bunch of pills and he's like you gotta, take, gotta me, take to me to jail which yeah. actually I think is a fun callback to the beginning he's like nobody goes to jail unless they want to Karen and so then he like gets drunk at the bar uh, he gets out in the car and he's like now take me to jail yeah. and I was so like that's kind of fun he's, so then when he gets out he's already like already fucked up on pills or yeah. something like it by this point but i just love her pulling like a comical amount of shit out yes. of this coat and like yeah <laughs> and she's like maybe she can bring it let her and bring the it guards are like looking at and him yeah the guard that he's like and paying they, off is yeah. like jesus don't make a scene because yeah. like i gotta explain why i'm letting this happen when she comes to visit him in, in that scene and she's like everybody's abandoned me and she's like even paulie like he won't and he's like Holly's on uh, probation. Like he's not doing anything. Yeah, like, he's 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 keeping his nose clean till that's done. You know, he's like, so don't and, worry about. And it, Karen. he's the one that tell he told him like he's like I don't want you getting involved with drugs. That's when he comes out because yeah. he he does the whole thing where he's like I've worked for you, I've stuff for you. He's like, but and he he doesn't say drugs. He says garbage. Yeah, he's like he I never understand. says drugs, but he, he's like don't he's like don't give all that garbage. He's like I don't mean what you did when you were in jail. You did what you had to do. He's like now that you're out, stay away from that. I know a guy. He went down because he talked to a guy that you know. He a guy that like yeah they got he doesn't explicitly say but he's not like hey I don't want you getting involved with drugs because I care about you he's just, just like he's like that shit's gonna fuck up this right. whole operation so he's like right. don't, he's don't like, fucking I could go down for it yeah. if you're dealing it and you're in my crew and yeah and that absolutely is not and like, he also says like and you gotta stay away from Tommy he's like a real lunatic and you gotta stay away from Jimmy he's like he's a reliable guy but he makes crazy decisions he said I never noticed this but he, he he's like he's crazy he, he calls him a coward too he's like Tommy's a, he's crazy he's a coward he's like he's like a lot to prove huh. and like I always thought that was interesting way of looking at at him because it's just like i mean a lot of that like you know macho stuff is being covering insecurity right like being afraid that if people don't see you as tough then you'll be a victim or a target or something yeah because the spider thing 
did you guys have you did you know about that scene no so were you like shocked when yes just like yeah i was shocked that, it, that michael imperioli showed up yeah because i in my head like he was way too young to be in that movie yeah because he seems so he seems the same age in this as he does in the sopranos well, like 15 years later or whatever yeah it was, like 10 years later yeah and i guess they don't really explicitly say it but it's kind of like he's what Henry was doing right, when yeah. he was a kid. Totally. Yeah, he's a he's a bar back there and he's yeah. like fetching them Making drinks. drinks and, and, yeah. He is maybe kinda slow and or he's busting Tommy's balls. I think he really... just didn't hear I don't think he did it yeah. on purpose. It, I think it might have like... even been that Tommy was like, Oh, where's my drink? And he's like, You said you were good. Well he, well he does and... say you do hear him, he's like, Give me a cutty and water and they're always they steal a bunch of cutty sark. Was it whiskey or? Uh, Cuddy Sark, oh. I think, is whiskey. But then he's like, he's like, oh, I thought you said you were good. You are all right, oh. Spider. He's like, I thought you said <laughs> you were all right, Spider. He's like, I know you're not all right, Spider. Yeah. Like, no, I thought you said you were all right, yeah. Spider. And he's yeah. like, he's like, no, I'm not all right. You're not yeah. all right either. He's like, because I want my drink and you're not getting it for me. He's like, Are you fucking with me. He's like, you've been doing this all night. And he's like, no, I mean, I'll, and he goes, I'll get it. Do you want me to? He's like, yeah, go get it. Like, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so fucking good. And I was like, oh, cool, Michael Imperioli. Like, and he right. pulls his gun out and he wait, and everyone's like, whoa. Yeah, he's like, he's like, he's like, what's the Gary Cooper, what's the cowboy movie he was in? And and Jimmy's like, Shane. He's like, Shane. And, he, and he's like, whatever. He's like, don't want well, He's like, dance, motherfucker, dance. And then he's shooting at his foot and then shoots him in the foot. He shoots him in the foot. He falls down. And when they go to help him, they're like, Jesus Christ, Tommy. And he's like, I'm a good shot. He's like, yeah, I'm a good shot. I'm a good shot. And the guy, Johnny Carbone, he's like, nice fucking game. Like, he's yeah. mad the game is real. Right, he probably had a good hand. He's like, just take him, take him down the street. He's like, take him out. <laughs> When they stand imperially up, there's like, I don't know if he actually said it or his ADR, but he's like, the bone's shattered. <laughs> <laughs> and it reminded me of my favorite fucking line from, it's just such a stupid connection, <laughs> from Grandma's Boy. <laughs> such um, a dumb thing. Yeah. Um, Nick Swartzen kicks Jonah Hill in the leg and leaves. The, he's like, he's like, I'm going to go, losers. And he kicks Jonah Hill really hard in the leg. And Jonah Hill goes like, oh, I think he shattered it. <laughs> and it's just his line reading of it always yeah. makes me laugh. But Michael does the same thing. Then he comes back with like a giant Yeah, it's like the next week or whatever. He's got a big, yeah. Tommy's still just busting his balls. He's like, the thing's bigger in your head. And he's like, oh, you're just doing that for sympathy, right? This whole, apparently all this was improv. Um, except for, it, why don't you go fuck yourself, Tommy? Like, that was the only thing. Right. Th- that's why De Niro's reaction is like, he's just like, well, it's like a long delayed, like his mind is blown. That <laughs> yeah, he's, he's just like, mouthed holy off to, shit. Yeah. He's just like, he's like, here, that's for you. Yeah, like, you, don't take shit, money. you don't take shit from anybody. anybody. But then immediately he's like, he's like, what, what? yeah, you're going to let that guy talk to you yeah, like that? Yeah, he's like, you're going to take that? He's like, what's this wrong comment? And like, <laughs> and like Pesci's just, it's the first time we see somebody like this guy, like makes a fool out of him and like, he cannot yeah. handle that. And yeah. it's somebody lower than yes, him. Yes, it's like, yeah. He's younger and he's, you know, greener. And, and so all he's that. just yeah. like sitting there and he's, he doesn't like, have everybody's quote, laughing. Unquote, the proper respect. Yeah. 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 Everybody's, and he's just like, and then he just shoots, shoots him like him. six times. And apparently they said uh, Pesci wanted like, he was like, give me like the loudest blanks you got. Wow. And so it was like, so it, it was like frightened everybody. But that's when you're just like, oh, this he is like. He shoots him like a couple of times in the chest. And But my favorite thing is, I, I don't know if it's Henry or whoever goes over and he's like, he's dead. It's yeah. like, you know, shit. Yeah. This like little string bean got shot like three times in the chest. And then mm-hmm. he's like, you're digging the hole. He's like, I don't care. It's not, it's not like, the first time yeah. I dug a hole. Yeah. He's like, like, where are the shovels? The, so the one. The most famous scene from the movie where he's like, you know, am I funny to you or whatever? And yeah. he's like, Thelma Schoonmaker in that documentary was like, she's like, I always tell this to film students. And that was the one thing I, before I saw her say this, like, I noticed that like, cause the movie's so frantic and doing all this shit. It's like, that is just, it's just a two camera 
yeah. thing of just like it just cuts back and forth between them. Yeah, shot reverse shot. And yeah. she's and she's like, I always tell film students that he's like, the reason it's not in close up. She's like, number one, he knew the scene was so tense and good that you didn't need to do it in close up. But she's like, but also you can see everybody around them's face who or just, yeah. and you yeah. see them like laughing and then it's like, oh, then it's it's not funny. Right. Then they're and all like, like, ooh, what's happening here? Yeah, yeah. And it makes it like even more like you're with them. Like, oh, right. This you is feel like, the change in the, yeah. the temperature of the room. So yeah. you're like, ooh. And I mean, there's a lot of use of like bystanders in these scenes. So you yeah. can, you know, like it keeps it grounded. Yes. And, and they, they, Tommy. This is one of them, but there's a couple other scenes where he's just like telling everybody a story and he's like so fantastic. Yeah, Yeah, he's great. He's like, like he's telling the story about like when the cop picked him when he was hiding in the woods or whatever. And he's like, what are you doing out here? He's like, I'm resting. You're right. You're in the middle of the woods. You're resting. He's like, yeah, I'm resting. He's like, you're in the middle of the woods. I know where I'm resting. I'm resting. And like he's Joe Pesci's so fucking like entertaining. He is. Like, in captivating in those scenes of, like... Yeah, he holds your attention. Like, he yeah. really has, like, gravitas to, like, what you know, he can tell a story, he can draw yeah. you in. And that's a testament to him, where it's like, I don't even know this whole joke, and I think it's a great joke. Like, yeah. Or a great story. Yeah. Like, also, Brennan pointed this out, but in that scene, he's just like, I don't know about you, Henry. He's like, you may fold under questioning. And then, like, he rats them out. Yeah, he does. Yeah. In the in, That's the, uh, my clown to you? How am I funny? And then... It builds up and builds up where you're like, oh, Henry might get murdered now. And then he's like, oh, I'm just fucking with you. And he's like, you almost got me, man. Ray Liotta has like a crazy laugh. Yes. Yes. Like it's really, and I yeah. I was like, I was watching it, especially the second time. It's like time. a meme. It's uh, the, the meme of him laughing at the, yeah. the dinner table. But like, I was watching it and I was like, all his laugh, like his his face in every yeah. one of these scenes where he's, and he's laughing a lot in this movie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. is that, like, it's just like such a crazy laugh. De Niro's is also crazy. I was like, oh, I wonder if that's like, because it's hard to fake. You know, like, it's hard to do that. I was like, maybe it's just, like, he had to do so many takes that, like, it looked, you know, crazier and crazier as he had to force it more. Yeah. But I saw, like, that that photo I was telling you where it's, like, them at the premiere with, like, uh, the kid playing young Henry where he's taller than all them. Same photo. And he's laughing in that. And I was like, no, it's the same fucking face. (laughs) In in every interview, he's, like, he's always making jokes and, like, you know, like, uh, there's a clip of him. uh, It's, I, I think, I don't think it's on anymore. It's, like. A radio show or a podcast or something? Cut this. Let me redo it. Ray Liotta was getting interviewed for a thing. And uh, he was telling a story about, they were like, did you ever meet the real Henry Hill? And he was like, Scorsese wanted us to stay apart while we were filming because he didn't want to like color his like sure, impression yeah. of him or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's like, after the movie came out, he was like, we, he picked me up. And like, he's like, he took us to like a mafia restaurant, but he said to Ray Liotta, he was like, I want to thank you for like not making me look bad in the movie. And Ray Liotta in his head is just like, did you see the movie? He's like, you're <laughs> fucking, you're a monster in this movie. You're like, a lunatic. You, <laughs> you make, you make all the bad decisions. But in his head, he was like, ah, I came out pretty good. Yeah. But yeah, so he, he does, uh, Henry starts selling, it's, it's all Coke, right? It's all from Pittsburgh. Yeah. He's got guys in Pittsburgh. I don't think we ever see them. No, no. He never um, goes to Pittsburgh that we see. Yeah, she's a, she's trying, she's going to, but well, they well the the babysitter, I'm sorry, Lois, right? Lois, yeah. yeah, yeah. Lois mm-hmm. is like they have a thing where she comes back and they're like, "Is this the same baby you used last week?" And she's like, "No, nah, that was like you know that was my sister's. This is Samantha's or whatever." And she's yeah. like, "Oh, it looks just like her." And it's like, "Yeah," and like whatever. But it's like so she's just traveling up there and then bringing Coke back in the baby bag. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
I don't think I ever consciously noticed this, but they show them looking at the baby and they're all like talking and like, he's like, get out of here. And he like, he like takes her hat off. She's wearing like this green, big green hat. Okay. And it was like, oh, that's her hat. That's her lucky lucky hat. hat. And there's people on the, I don't think this, there's people on the internet that think, because he takes the hat off in the room that maybe the hat was still in the room and it wasn't at her house, but that... This was like a different day than that. So oh, yeah, I, I, don't, yeah. I don't subscribe to that theory myself. That conspiracy yeah. theory. I was telling Hunter that's why they got pinched that day was because uh, of her hat, her well, lucky hat. Well, not just because they had to go get it, but also that she wasn't wearing it, like didn't have it with her. If yeah, she, she had, had a lucky hat, then the helicopter yeah, that's true. wouldn't have been there. The helicopter yeah. would have been out of gas. They're yeah. like, yeah. Oh, we were gonna. Like, Sully, but... you forgot to refill yeah. the helicopter. He's like, it. <laughs> it's you, a prospector. <laughs> you idiot. I guess we can't surveil today. Yeah, we'll have to do it some other day. Yeah. So, I, so Maury, you said, uh, is one of your favorites. Yeah, he's just great. It's such a so they such do an a thing. entertaining performance. So this was based on like a real thing. That the near the restaurant there was a wig place that this guy. Dude, hit, that commercial is so his, funny. So his name was his. The guy that it's based off is like Mort something. Okay, and he owned like a bunch of wig, um, com- like stores where they had commercials, okay. real commercials. So Scorsese was like watching TV. It was like, and there was a local New York ad for uh, a window place. And it was like a bunch of money shooting out a window. And he was like, don't, don't, you know, it's like this really cheap looking eighties. And, and Scorsese was like, this is, this is what I want for this. Right. So he called the company and the head of the company was like, yeah, I, I shot that. And like, that's me in the commercial. And he was like, I want you to make a commercial for, for this. this. So the only part of the whole movie that's not done by Scorsese was shot by this guy who makes shitty commercials. And it's a shitty commercial for wigs. And it's great. It's great. It comes out of nowhere. Cause, it's cause so I, funny. Cause I was watching it and I was like, I wonder what the story is about that. Like, cause it's so funny to me, Scorsese trying to make this shitty commercial. Mm-hmm. So it's funnier that he was like, no, let's guy, let's get a guy who like can do this is like, he jumps in the water and like, there's like a bad edit where it's like, he's under the water, but the wig doesn't get wet. Yeah. You know, he's like, Maury's wigs can withstand hurricane winds. <laughs> and he's like kissing two, two women. Two beautiful yeah. women, right? Yeah. I couldn't tell if they were wearing wigs. No, their wigs look pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Later on when um, Jimmy is thinking about killing Maury, he's like, he's like you think he uh, tells everything to his wife? You know? Yeah, and that's how he knows. Right, and he's like, that's how I knew Maury was getting killed. But he's uh, Henry's trying to like smooth it over. He's like, I don't know, he just talks so yeah, much. He talks, he's got those stupid commercials. Nobody takes him seriously. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, ah, he's like, he'll never know how close he came to getting yeah. murdered. He's yeah. like, he wouldn't believe me if I told him. And then it's like, all right, and we're going to go. He keeps busting his balls. Yeah, we're going to go to the diner and he just like, Pesci stabs him. Uh, and then also in that scene, he's just like, he. He's like, come on, let's go. He's like, well, I gotta, I gotta warm up the car. He's like, he's like, you fucking kidding me? He's like, he's like, he's like, you gonna warm up the engine? He's like, go, let's go. And then that's the guy who gets frozen to death. Well, he he's already dead, but his oh, body wow, gets yeah. frozen. Yeah, two days to thaw him out. Yeah, Frenchie and the other guy. Get... Frenchie, who's played by Mike Starr, who Star, yeah. who I love because he's uh he's in a bunch of things, but he's in Dumb and Dumber. Uh, yeah, most famously in Dumb famously Dumb. in Dumb and Dumber, yeah, and he's so good in this movie. He's not in a, a lot, but he's the guy who works at the airport that gets them the Lufthansa job. Yeah, biggest heist, and I guess at that time, I don't know if anything's topped it, probably, but yeah, I don't know. They find him and another guy in a dumpster. 
I also love the shorthand for dumpster in like almost anything is like just trash bags, lettuce leaves. Yes. And then yeah. either lo mein noodles or just like peat moss. <laughs> like every time there's like a character in a trash can. Somebody's throwing out peat moss. <laughs> yeah, all the time. That's what this is. This is all lettuce leaves and peat moss. Yes. And they kill, yeah, they kill Billy Bats to Atlantis, which is like such Holy a weird shit, song too. I was too. laughing so hard. So uh, in that making of, they show the script with like Scorsese's handwritten notes. And he like write will write it because he's like in the edges he writes a song and in that one it's like Atlantis and it's three exclamation points because he must have <laughs> just been like oh I got it like this is perfect yeah and it is it doesn't match it's not a song you would think of of like murdering somebody no too. it's for anyone that doesn't know it's slow, Donovan like, it's this like right it's this like mostly spoken word yes thing. it's him telling he's like, like the people of Atlantis yeah he's like this and he's like strumming this you know it's very like hello yeah. it's very relaxing. And he's like, yeah. And then it's like, way down in the ocean. And it's like this, like very relaxed. And it just like, repeats that over. And it's, yeah, and it's kicking, kicking, kicking the shit. It's so fucking good. <laughs> I love the idea of Scorsese being like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it. I used to do that all the yeah. time too. I'm like, this would be a great song to murder somebody too. <laughs> that's the common thought of of yours. Oh yeah, it depends <laughs> on the person. It's not just like a catch-all. There's a scene where I'm just going through my notes, but yeah. they're watching Jerry Vale, the singer, and he's singing pretend you don't see her. And the movie like does this slow pan of like all of them just like watching. So that's the th- he says uh, Saturday nights were for the wives, but Friday nights at yeah, at the Copa yeah. were for the girlfriends. Yeah. It's Jerry Vale playing himself. So then he's also in Casino playing himself singing. But then in The Irishman, Stephen Van Zandt plays him because he and Scorsese, they I read an interview and he was just like, yeah, that was just like we always listened to when I was growing up. Like for some reason, that's like a recurring thing of his movies. Yeah, the music in this is great. That uh, I can't even. I tried keeping notes of like what the all the songs were during the yeah you literally that can't. last day of I, Henry yeah, I wrote down some of them, but yeah, it's like it's incredible. What are your top three songs to murder people to? Uh, I don't know. It depends on the person. I said. Yeah. Do you have any answers? No, I don't think about that a lot. <laughs> it's a good stress reliever. So there's a part. There's a, a part where he's in the shower. Pavement, pavement saw by. By Big Black. That's a good one. It's a good one to murder people too. What's the, what's the Focus song with the yodeling? Oh, Focus, uh, Focus. Hocus Pocus by Focus. That's yeah. yeah, that's a good one. And um, Scat Man. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you know what song you're always talking to me about that has a great bass line? Locomotion. Locomotion would be really good to kick the shit out of somebody too. Oh boy, yeah. That would be fun. So there's a scene in the movie where... Henry, he's taking a shower and he's listening to the radio. Yeah, they talk about the left-handed. Shower. Yeah, he, that, oh, that, yeah, that's how the, he he, the he finds out about it. it. And so he's freaking out, and he's like, "Jimmy!" He's, he's like hitting the wall of the shower. In two thousand eight, the Phillies won the World Series, but in two thousand nine, they were in the playoffs, going back to the World Series. And Jimmy Rollins hit a walk-off double with bases loaded in the ninth in Game Four of the NLCS against the Dodgers. So there was a there was a website back then I used to go on called the Fightins, which was like a Phillies yeah. blog, and they edited the radio Scott Fransky and Larry <laughs> Anderson the radio oh, call of them funny. doing that of Jimmy Rollins. So it looks like he's freaking out. To, it's so well done. Like, it was like that's really good. Uh, the other thing that made me laugh it's the scene where like the guy comes in. Johnny Roast Beef bought the car for his. Uh, 
He says, don't worry about it, though. It's under my mother's name. Yeah. It was a wedding gift. I just got married. And he's like, that's great. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. And, <laughs> and so that guy's like, yeah, like I said earlier, he's not a actor. So, like, De Niro's just, like, chewing this guy. And he's just like, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. and he's very, like, he's, yeah. he's very but intimidating. But it's great because like, yeah. it's, like, it's so where he's like, what did I tell you? He's yeah, like, he's bring like, it back. I don't care what you take. He's like, bring, get, get, bring it back. Get it out of here. So then it's like Tommy or not Tommy, yeah. Carbone comes Carbone's in with the with, wife with, with, with the, the mink. Yeah. And then <laughs> immediately immediately De Niro's pulling it off. He's like, no, yeah, take that off, give me that. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, uh, so, I also like that he's like so, he's like folds it up and hands it back to Carbone. He's like, take it back, get it out yeah, of here. Yeah, he's and he's like, like, All right, sure, no problem. Yeah, 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 because he's like he's like and then yeah. his wife is like, But I love that. He's like, he's like just go, just and he go. like has his hand yeah, small yeah, for back as we're going. Just don't worry about it. So funny. So then he's like yelling at Henry. He's like, You fucking believe this and the next shot is Henry bringing in because it's Christmas he's like I got I bought the most expensive one they had like yeah. he also is spending his money right like, like an he, idiot yeah <laughs> like an obvious idiot yeah like he didn't learn all like they're all just like I mean it makes sense they're all just like partying and it's just like everything's great and they get greedy and you know like, yeah, they, they again they feel like they're untouchable yeah when they're getting in, when when maury's getting in the car right before he gets killed he's like did you hear about uh the the points we were shaving up in boston and the guy's like no he's like oh it was great these are his his last words what's he say he's like oh it's terrific yeah nunzio up in, and then like he gets stabbed so Henry Hill and Jimmy Conway or Jimmy Burke in real life right they went to Boston College and they went to the basketball team the players and they were like we want you to like not throw games but like don't score as many points sometimes in games we tell you so they went through the schedule first they were like if anybody if you don't want to do it like that's fine some of them wanted to do it and they went through the calendar because they were like well we don't want to do this in like big games so they were like well what games like would it not matter and so very I, conscientious. So so they made a thirty for thirty of it. I haven't seen it, but Ray Liotta does the narration. <laughs> but, really? Yeah, awesome. but that is because they did it for f- at least five games. It might be more, but there was five games where they like got the players to shave points so they could bet on it right. and then fuck over the, the so, spread. Or whatever. but that's yeah. one of the most famous things that like Henry Hill did. I like that they were like, we don't have time for this, but we're sliding. Yeah, like, yeah, like it's in there. Yeah. Tommy goes to, they tell him he, he's going to get made. Well, so it's that montage of everybody dead who did the left hands job. And he's like, but still, I never saw, never saw Jimmy so happy. happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how it ends up, the punchline on that. Cause he, he's like, because it's the day that Tommy was going to be made. And he loves Tommy. Like, and they explain it's a big deal because Tommy's the only one of them that could be made because he and, uh, he and Jimmy are both half Irish. Um, so he's like, this was a big deal for us. He's like, and he kind of re-explains what being a made man yeah he's, he's like, like you know no it's a license to steal us. no one yeah. can fuck with you like it's the whole thing and so he gets driven there by tootie paulie's brother and uh vinnie the played by scorsese's dad that's and, funny i didn't know that and so th- they pull into a garage and it's just like a faraway shot and they're getting out and he's like talking he's like when did you get were you made and he was like oh it was about 30 years ago and he was like, oh, it was great times or whatever. So there's a shot of Tommy opens a door and he sees it's just an empty room and he immediately knows what. Yeah, he goes like, oh, shit. He's like, oh, no. And then he gets shot behind the Back head. Back of the head, yeah. So, yeah, and then that's the scene of De Niro just freaking out that it was like, it's so intense. It is. It's, mm-hmm. it's like. It's incredible. It's also, he doesn't really have as many big freakouts 
in this as a lot of other people do. So it's also impactful for him as a person. Yeah, he be. doesn't go big. Yeah. But he he chokes Maury with the phone cord in his wig immediately he comes off. <laughs> and, and and I don't know if it's Ray Liotta like in real life laughing, but like I don't know if it was supposed to happen or right. but, and then he's choking with the thing and the phone rings and he stops choking him so he can pick <laughs> up right the phone. <laughs> he's like, You get my money today. Today. So then yeah, then he's all fucked up. Thelma Schumacher said it was, they called it the last day as a gangster is like that whole scene. Yeah, it's like, it's like 40 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's where he says he drops the good fellas thing doing the narration. He's like, we always call ourselves good fellas. That's what you'd say when you were introducing somebody like, oh, you can trust this guy. He's a good fella. He's yeah. one of us. So this is, he's running all around. He's like making sauce. Uh, but then he's like, doing he's got a paper shit. bag full of guns. Yes. His, he's doing Coke. He's seeing helicopters. He's going to his <laughs> mistress who is cutting the Coke that they have to deliver. But then she's, and then he's also doing Coke there. Yeah. And then like having sex with her also. Right. And then driving around. So the sauce doesn't stick. He goes and picks his brother up. which we And said. they're playing a monkey man. Oh yeah. By the stones and manish boy. Magic Boss, um, What Is Life by George Harrison. Uh, there's like five, probably five other songs. In yeah. There. Um, oh, Jump Into the Fire. That, that's where how it starts. Is that? Yes. So he's going to take Lois to the airport, but she won't go without her hat. So he's about to drive her, and then that's when they get caught by the cops. Yeah. He's like, "Don't move, motherfucker! I'll blow your fucking brains out." He's yeah. like, "I knew it was the cops because they were loud and stuff, and you yeah, know they were like, talking." Talk to you. He's and like, he was like, "If it was a wise guy, I wouldn't have heard a thing." They wouldn't have heard a thing. Yeah. The then it says a title card. It's like the aftermath. And then yeah. It's like, well, we see Karen flush the coke. Yes. Yeah. She puts yes. the gun in her underwear and closes her robe. Yes. Because yep. he just put the coke in. It's the in the travel in bag, the and it's just in the cabinet in yeah. the kitchen or the drawer. Yeah, yeah. like he didn't hide it very no, well. No, because he's cock- he's he doesn't you know he's like oh no it's just normal this is what I do I'm gonna drive her to the airport and then I'm gonna come back and you know have dinner with my brother. Yeah, she flushes it down the toilet. So Karen's mom puts her house up to bail him out. Well, they um, also have that scene in the police station where like they're he, like yeah, you they're better talk and stuff, and they're yeah bringing in everybody. Janice, well, you know, the, yeah. the the. the Guy who sold him the guns. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not Janice. Sandy is like the new girlfriend. Oh, who's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so Debbie yeah. Mazur. But yeah, so you can kind of see him just sort of being like, oh, fuck. Yeah, being like, all right, this <laughs> yeah. is different than any other time yeah. I've been, you know, yeah. brought in for. So then he goes home. Because he even says he thought that the copters were local police, like, hassling him. For about Lufthansa. Yeah, about Lufthansa. Yeah. He's like, you know, he's like, I had no idea it was the, the coke. Yeah. Uh, and then there's, yeah, like a brief scene where he's like, you know, you got to get me out of here, Karen, like whatever. And then my mom put the house up. <laughs> and he, his mom, Marty, doesn't like him. Her mom, yeah. <laughs> that scene is so fucking funny where it's after they get married. <laughs> oh, and he's out all night. He's out yeah, all night. Yeah. And she's like, uh, she's like, where is your husband, Karen? Like, he's out with his friends. I don't care. I don't care. And she's like, what kind of married man does this, Karen? He's out with his friends. You don't know what he's doing or who he's with. She's like, he's with his friends, Ma. Dad, will you tell her? And she's like, don't involve your father. The man hasn't digested a good uh, meal in six, six weeks. weeks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. Yeah. And he doesn't have to... a line. But he's no, he's just the sitting back. there on the chair. Yeah. yeah. But so then it cuts to like later and Henry, like they see the lights, headlights go across the front of the house and they both get up and go to the door, her and her mom. And yeah. 
she opens the door and he's like all fucked up because he's been you know drinking. And it's like yeah. the sun's coming up. Yeah, it's like dawn. <laughs> yeah, and he's like walking up and uh, immediately the mom's like, "Where have you been? Have we have been worried sick?" And he just turns around without saying. Yeah, anything yeah, he's just like, away. "I'm not dealing with this." And he starts laughing. And Tommy's like, "Where have you been, Henry?" And she's like, yeah. "She's right." He's like, "He's like, there's something this wrong is, with you." There's Henry. something wrong with you. A married man does not act like this, Henry. Yeah, like, yeah. And then so, I'm sure they went out to go do more coke, more blow. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh god, it's so fucking funny. That scene is so funny. Yeah, he's. Just laughing, just like, his I, perfect I timing I of like, nope. This. He's just like, I'm not even going in that house. So then it's the scene, yeah. The he comes back and he's like, where, where's the coke that I left? Because, because yeah, he was gonna sell that to sixty grand. That was gonna be how they were gonna survive. Like, right? And he's and like, she's like, I flushed it in the toilet. Yeah, they don't say this, but like, I know when you know stuff like this happens, they freeze all your assets, all your assets. Yeah. So they don't technically have money right then. Yeah, they have yeah. it, but they can't legally access any of it. Pro, you know, I'm gonna sell this for like sixty thousand. That's our. That's what we. You know, that's yeah. our money now. And she's like, I flushed it. And then that's the scene where like they just both like collapse. Yeah, why did you do that? And yeah, and he's like crying in the corner. They're both and, been crying. Yeah, they're both like, like. It's like it's it's I'm like sorry. absolutely like it's, harrowing. It's like yeah, it's so rough. They also do a thing where like they do it a call. It's like Scorsese does it a lot in his movies where it's like. Somebody would be doing like something horrible, and he always makes sure to show like their kids watching this. Yeah, because it's always just like in Raging Bull when he beats the shit out of his wife. The end of the scene is like they cut to the two little kids standing yeah. there, and like when she's like freaking out, and I like mean, it happens a lot in The Irishman too. Yeah, yeah. like like yeah, where that, the end of that movie is entirely yes. based on that. Like yeah, yeah, like they really drive it home in that. Mm-hmm. But like. Yeah, like they, when she's like freaking out in, in in the apartment building, they like she has her kids with her. She's just hitting like, every buzzer. Yeah, yeah. Coming up was the scene that I wanted to. That's why I wanted to do the episode because we talked about it before. But I wanted to make reference to the scene at work one time that uh, when when he's just like, yeah, go go down there. He's like, Karen goes to Jimmy to like ask him for like money or like to talk yeah. to him. And he's like, yeah, he's like, here, he's helped you out. And then he says the same thing that um, he says to Henry, that, and that's how he knew he was going to kill Maury. He's like, do you know what uh, the cops have been asking him? You know what kind of questions they've been asking him? Yeah. Because um, he wants to know, like, and she's like, Can I, I be know. incriminated from this? And, so, like, yeah. then he's just like, well, he's like, yeah, when, when are you going to need the block? She's about to drive away, and he's like, why don't you just... Well, he, go, he goes like, I got these nice Dior dresses. He's like, why don't you take a couple for yourself? And yeah. she's like, well, maybe for my mother. He's like, yeah, yeah that's yeah. it. And he's like, go ahead. And go she starts to go up, up yeah. the stairs. He's like, no, no, no. He's like, down the down the corner. And she goes out the back, and they have, like, pinball machines out on the street. Yes, there's a couple yeah. pinball machines. And I was like, and like, it's like a burger time machine. It cuts <laughs> to a faraway shot of the street sign that says, don't walk. When, uh, yeah. <laughs> and it's pointing one way at the building that she and should like, not go in. And mm-hmm. so then she, she walks up there, and she's just, like, already paranoid because... Yeah, and they're already thinking they're going to get killed. Right, and, and and she's like, "This is so weird." And he's like, "He really wants her to go in this building." <laughs> and for he, some he's reason. not coming down there. Yeah, he's staying he's just, just like, outside the and other he's door, motioning with his hand. He's like, like "Just a little there, further." Go, go the up. next one, all the way on the corner. So she walks up, and there's people moving boxes, and then they're like, "Shh," and then like they like stop. Yeah, there's like a couple of big guys moving like and there's no lights on. It's no. just like you can just see. They're like backlit, and they see her, and they like stop, and they like stop talking. And he's like, "No, no, no, go, go in there." And she's like, "Oh, I gotta go." And she's like, like oh, "Maybe I'll come back later." And they don't ever really explicitly say that it could just be that she was like paranoid and shit, but it was like, I mean, probably not. <laughs> it was probably mm-hmm. right as we as we had learned. Yes. 
he has no problem with just wiping out people he thinks might, you know, yeah. it might yeah. be beneficial for him to kill. Yeah. Polly also basically disowns. Yes, he goes to visit uh, Polly. That, that, that seems rough, man. Yeah. Yeah. That seems great. Yeah. yeah, he's like, you know, he gives him some money, and I think it's what three thousand two hundred dollars. Like thirty two hundred. Yeah. Oh, he, he's like, he's like, take yeah. this. You know, now, like, I, yeah. now I got to turn my now, back. He's on like, now I have yeah. to turn my back on you. And it's just like he's not, you know, sort of Paul Sorvino is not like over emphasizing or emoting anything. He no. just looks crushed. Yeah, because yeah. he's like, I think it's like he genuinely likes yeah, him. He he's did, like, he, I, I he fucking warned you, dude. And, you know? Yeah. 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 Like he, he, right? And he's like, I. But he told he's just right. Like, he's like, I, I warned you. you. Like, and again, you were in a situation where if you played your cards right. You would have been fine. But that's always the thing. It's yeah. like no one, or not no one, but like the story of all these things is just like, it's never just like, okay, that's enough. Right. It's never it, enough. It's, yeah. it's existence in the capitalist system where everybody wants more. They need to, you know. And they get greedier and then they do right. drugs and shit. And, you know. Right. And then they, well, then they get more they and then they have other people into it. Well, then they have more money than they know what to do with. So then they start doing dumb shit. They're mm-hmm. not like, oh, I'm doing this because we needed groceries. We need this. We need that. It's no. like, no, no, now you're just doing shit because you can. Yeah. And there's no rules. So everything flies off the handles. But yeah, that scene is fucking like so good. And once again, once again, Paulie is cooking sausage. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, in the back of the restaurant. It's almost like pathetic looking. It's like him. Yeah. He's like an old man frying sausages in a pan in this restaurant. That like, yeah. you know, they used to be fucking living the high life and shit. Right. And now they're all like, you know, he's nobody. And I mean, he still has his restaurant, I guess. Right. Like, yeah, but it doesn't, yeah, it's not like, but no, yeah, it's sexy anymore. No. Yeah. It's just like the sausage of sadness. <laughs> That's your solo album, right? Did you say solo or soul? Because either way, yes. Soul album. It's my soul album. And this is, as we mentioned earlier, the with the that dolly zoom. This is when he goes to meet. Yeah, so he Jimmy goes in to the meet diner. Jimmy. And he um, says, like, this is when he does the narration where he says, like, your murderers come with smiles. They're people that you know. He's like, so I decided to meet Jimmy in a, you know, uh, well-populated that we, yeah, that we knew. both knew. I showed up 15 minutes early. He was already there. Uh, he sat by the at the window, you know, so he could see if anybody else pulled up because he, you know, was like, oh, they might come bust me. Yeah. Like, you know, Henry might be a rat and this is like a sting. And he's not a rat yet. But this is the scene that makes him go because he's just like, he he's like, would you have any problem going? Uh, and he's like, he never asked me to kill anybody for him before. Right. He says, like, we got a problem with the kid down wherever. And he's like. Yeah, that's the other. Like, there's so many. They don't explain. The one scene, it's funny because they kind of like, they call attention to that where he's like. Paulie is asking him, like, Billy Bats is missing and they can't find him. And he's like, you know that thing that happened? He's like, oh, the thing down in Florida? He's like, no, no, the other thing? He's like, oh, this thing? And he's like, no, no, the other, because he's like right, he doesn't, trying to talk away around his way around. Right, he doesn't want to say, you know, Billy Bats probably Yeah, but, being but they're all just like, this thing? And, and he's like, no, no, you know the thing I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah, but he's like, we have a problem with the kid in Florida. And he's like, you know, would you uh, have a problem going down there with uh, Anthony? He's like, no, no. Yeah. And he like slides a the, matchbook across them yeah. to him with like the info or whatever. And, and he was like, I know that would I never would come back from Florida. So then I think it's the next scene of him there in the prosecutor's office. Right? Yeah, it's witness, the witness protection thing. I wanted to point out the fucking the glasses De Niro is wearing in the diner scene and in court. Yeah, oh, they yeah. make him look like the little old man from Up. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like they're so thick. Yeah, they yeah. make his eyes so big. Yeah, I guess it's to show that like he's older now. Yeah, or yeah, whatever. yeah. Because he has gray hair. But 
but like I guess it's like let's put old man glasses on. Them. It's so funny, but uh, yeah, like yeah, they're mildly magnifying. Yeah, yeah. it's I don't know, that's what I mean. Like I mentioned earlier, like I yeah, love, all I the love clothes the stuff and is... like all the details in the cars they're driving. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. everything looks like great. They all have like jewelry and like, yeah. Then it's the courtroom and yeah. So he so he rats uh, um, and I love when they show. Paulie looking at him in court because he's just like most of the movie most of what he does in the movie is just like look scary like he doesn't it's not he has lines but I mean just like he's so scary looking and yeah intimidating that yeah then it's they're they're in witness protection he does the line about like I tried to get spaghetti and marinara and I got egg noodles and ketchup he's like I'm just another schnook yeah and so at the end, they play the Sid Vicious version of My Way, My way yeah. which I read that Scorsese wanted the Frank Sinatra version of My Way, but Sinatra was like, not really trying to do a movie about the mob, because everybody already thinks I'm in the mob, because I kind of lost. in the mob. <laughs> yeah, so, so, so they were like, yeah, let's not use that. But then it makes it even better that they use the, <laughs> the, the, Sid, the Sid Vicious. <laughs> yeah, and like the jail clink sound is like so Yeah, I didn't smart. even notice that. Cause... Yeah, it's like real like subtle uh and then like yeah then at the end it has a postscript of they got divorced in like 1989 yeah he he got arrested believe it or again. not that that uh mar- that Marriage the relationship didn't, didn't work out he got arrested again in 87 for narcotics trafficking or something and that's what got him kicked out of the uh protection program and then, yeah, they got and then also once the movie came out and he was popular he was like hey and then he was on interviews because i know him because he used to be on Howard Stern all the time. My mom would listen oh, to Howard wow. Stern, and he would call in all the time because he was just like a right. celebrity. Even right. He went from being in witness protection to being like, he's like, oh, people know who I am now? <laughs> this is great. But they never killed him, and, and I guess the one theory is that everybody was like gone from that period or like were in jail or like moved on or whatever. Yeah. Or the other, but some people say that they did it on purpose just to... That he would always be looking over his shoulder, like that's the thing. Uh, in that, in the postscript on the on the screen, they met early in the film when Paulie's telling Henry not to get involved in drugs. He's like, "You think I'm going to be like?" He names a guy. I don't want to be like that. He's 70 years old. Yeah, he's, he's not. He's not going to make it out of prison. He's going to yeah. die in prison. He's like, I don't want to be like that. And it says Paulie died in yeah. you know whatever prison at 73 mm-hmm. from like a respiratory illness. Yeah. So he like yeah ended up dying in prison. Right. Yeah. And that's it. So I have a little bit of uh, information about this. That I did my own. You you watched Casino. Yeah. I did my own additional reading. So this was written, as we said, Nick Pileggi wrote the, the book. He was married to Nora Ephron. Yes. And she was helping him, you know, she would help him research and he would bounce ideas off her. And I heard just, about this. Yeah. yeah. So she was like, this is actually kind of funny because Henry Hill's kind of an idiot. Yes. Like he kept doing, he couldn't stop doing crimes even when I went out. Yes. So she wrote uh, a script that was made into the film My Blue Heaven. Yes. Which was released in September, or no, it was released in August, a month before Goodfellas. Yes. So technically Goodfellas is a prequel to My Blue Heaven. Wow. See, I have to, I, I, wanna... I watched it, I watched oh, it really? yesterday. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I've seen it before. I saw it once or twice as How a kid. similar is it? I mean, it's, it's totally different in tone, but like when you know it's Henry Hill, you're yeah. like, oh, this makes a lot of sense. It starts off because so it's Steve Martin, Steve Martin as a monster. as Vinny, okay, but he's Henry Hill. Yeah, um, his wife leaves him because she doesn't want to live in the suburbs, and Rick Moranis is his FBI handler, and his wife leaves him as well 
And um, so now they're kind of like, they're both fish out of waters in each other's world. Yeah. Because Vinny can't stop doing crimes. Yes. But every time he gets busted, Rick Moranis bails him out because he's like, he's our number one witness in this huge case, you know, back in New York. So you can't prosecute him. So um, Joan Cusack is the like uh, local agent who keeps busting him and like really wants to bust him. And, you know. He sets the two of them up together and they fall in love. And, you know, he turns over a new leaf eventually by yeah building a, a new baseball diamond and stadium for like the kids little league. Because okay. like they, they, you know, they love baseball, but every time it rains, they can't play on the field for weeks because it gets ruined. You know, yeah. you know, it's cute and it's funny. And, and Steve Martin's great. And Rick Moranis is great. The, the bullet points of it are it's also laid out like it's a book. Like kind of or a story where it has these like title cards that okay. say something like the first one says the beginning of the story in which I move to a small community in the middle of nowhere and my marriage breaks up. You know, some will be way shorter where it's just like I even amaze myself, you okay. know, and like stuff like that into every life. A little rain must fall like and it's something, you know. So uh, one of the things he does is he steals. Um, he goes to a supermarket and everybody's super pleasant. It's San Diego or nearby San Diego. Everybody's super pleasant in this little grocery store. And they're like, hey, have a great day. And he's like, you know, because he's this like tough, jaded New Yorker. Yeah. So he keeps looking at him, giving him stink eye. And the guy's like, hey, have a great day. He's like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> Which is like really funny. Um, but he picks up a guy's price gun and he prices all these like steaks at 39 cents. And then he goes up and he pays for like you know, 50 steaks and it comes to like 1260 or whatever. And he's like, okay. You know, and like a guy comes up to him and he's like, excuse me, sir. And he's like, you know, am I going to get busted? And he's like, did you enjoy your shopping experience today? He's like, I did. Would you like to fill out this form? And, you know, if you have any suggestions, please tell us like anything that you think we should carry. We will. He's like, I haven't had arugula in six weeks. And he's like, what is that? And he's like, it's a vegetable. <laughs> it's really like Steve Martin laying it on thick, being yeah. this like New York mafioso guy. Yeah, it's a vegetable. He meets up with a bunch of his old mafia associates in. They're all in witness protection in the same town, I guess. That doesn't actually happen, but oh, I mean, in real life, that doesn't happen. Yeah. But so, and they get back into business. But that's just an excuse to have, I guess. It's an excuse to make it believable that this character would do crime where it's like, no, he just kept doing crime. Yeah. So they're just like stealing, like there's little like loading a swordfish into his trunk <laughs> and he's got like, you know, books on how to like books on writing. And he's like, well, I wanted to write my memoirs. And she's like, why do you have 27 copies of it? He's like, so I could read it more than once. Like, yeah, it's real goofy. Um, they go back to New York so he can testify and he's on the plane. He's like writing stuff down and he tips the stewardess for giving him his drinks. And Rick Moranis is like, you tip the stewardess. He's like, I tip everybody. He's like, I, he's like, I don't even believe in tipping. I believe in over tipping. That's the kind of thing that I think people would want to know. He's like, give me your pen. He's like, it's like, Oh, it's, you know, him writing it's Henry, Henry Hill writing his story. Like it's, uh, yeah. it's alluding to that. He teaches Rick Moranis how to dance. They almost get killed. They go back to San Diego. He gets married, but not under his real name. That's true. Oh, okay. He met Wild. a woman in, in the, under witness protection and got married under his fake name. Wow. <laughs> and he called, he called, <laughs> he calls Rick Moranis and he's like, hey, I got married. He's like, you can't get married. You're still married to your ex, you know, yeah. to your wife. And he's like, don't worry about it. It wasn't under my real name. And he's like, but that actually happened Henry Hill did that (laughs) which is like 100% why Nora Ephron was like this would make a good movie it's ridiculous he does the fundraising thing they they steal a truck they or whatever they think it has something else but it just has those big glass water jugs so he just puts a donate to the new 
stadium fund and he collects all the money and then he you know makes the stadium yeah. and there's a thing at the end where like these two it's the same two gangsters that have been showing up the whole movie to try and shoot him they also show up at the stadium yeah, of course. and they try to shoot at him and he you know stops them but there's a great just like filmmaking thing he does it it's called a texas switch they do this all the time where like somebody will do like a stunt like they'll roll like through a window and they mm-hmm. go off frame and then the actor will stand up yeah mm-hmm. so they do that where it's um steve martin and he like dives behind this um a stack of construction pallets and then like a guy pops up with a gun and like shoots and then it cuts to a closer up and it's Steve Martin but it's just like they didn't have to do it it's just like a weird goofy thing the movie's tone's kind of all over the place because it's kind of a fish out of water comedy which is one kind of thing but every once in a while it's kind of almost slapsticky and you know yeah. but it's not bad um, yeah. I, I liked it I, I haven't seen it since I was a kid now the thing about that film is it was directed by Herbert Ross who directed previous episode, The Last of Sheila. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Nice. And as long as I'm on the subject, I have the previously, the welcome back to the show. Oh, yeah. There's a lot, probably. There is. There's a decent amount. There's a lot of actors who would later become, like, name people in this movie. And a lot or of character like more, actors who Like, um, what's his name? He's he's literally, he doesn't even have a line. Um, who He plays Big Pussy. Uh, oh, Vincent uh, Pastore. He's yeah. helping him move like he's in the restaurant moving a thing uh, of uh, fur, coats. fur coats. Yeah, yeah. he yeah. didn't have a line, I don't think. I think I read that Vincent Gallo is in here somewhere. He's like but an he's extra, apparently. Yeah. 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 Um, so, okay. Elaine Kagan, who plays Henry's mother. Yeah. She's in... She's like, Jesus Christ, you look like a gangster. She is the secretary in Beverly Hills Cop 3, episode 119. Uh-huh. Bo Deedle, who's uh, one of the narcs in this. He's in Beverly Hills Cop 2 as an uncredited gangster, hmm. episode 109. Uh, Margaret Smith, who is school guard. Uh-huh. Can't, uh, it must be when he's a kid. A crossing yeah, guard or something? Yeah. Or something is it a crossing guard that's buying cigarettes maybe yeah because because yeah he he sells them to the like to, outside of the school and <laughs> yeah he gets when, when they steal cigarettes when he's a kid when he's a kid yeah it must be her uh yeah, yeah she's a school guard in this she is woman cop in episode 84 bound woman hmm. cop. samuel l jackson stacks edwards in this episode 35 deep blue sea as russell franklin or guy who gets eaten by a shark yeah <laughs> debbie Mazer, who is in this she is in episode 53, the Oops All Beethoven's episode. She oh, is yeah. one of the villains in Beethoven's second. Yeah, wow. she is. Paul Sorvino, Paulie Cicero in this. Mm-hmm. Episode 74, he is Juliet's father, Fulgencio Capulet oh. in Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. And lastly, we have Ray Liotta himself, Henry Hill. Episode 44, Hubie Halloween, he is Mr. Landolfa. Wow. Oh, boy. Thank you all for your service to cinema. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, this is, uh, this is a good one. Yeah, I, I had a blast with this. This is a problem with a lot of like you know films we do on the podcast is like when we're on time crunch, I usually have to watch them and take notes. Yeah. And I don't have my fucking notebook. I can't find my notebook. So I have to take all my notes on my phone. Oh. So I'm constantly looking down at it. Yeah, like, I have to keep... It takes me like hours yeah. to watch because I pause it. Yeah, I, I can like... In a physical notebook, I can just like scrawl a thing. Because yeah. I used to write in the dark when I would review yeah. movies. Yeah. So I just By got field. used. Yeah. yeah, I just got used to the way it like instinctually like leaving enough space where I'm not crossing over other writing and like it looks like shit, but I can read it. Yeah. And so if I had my notebook, that would be a lot easier. But uh, I don't, so I have to keep. So you know, you can buy a notebook. I know the instant I buy one, I'm gonna find it. But so you know, I took a bunch of notes and I was like, man, I really like this. But getting to watch like four fifths of it with you mm-hmm. today, not have to take any notes. 
I was like, this is fucking great. It's just like so, so intense. And again, like it's filmmaking style aside, it's like the most filmmaking of maybe anything we've covered on the on the show. I, I It's uh, yeah. Like if, if there's it's... just so much style in it and so many different styles. It's yes. Not... I like even as a kid, like, you know, I wasn't like, oh, the, you know, the mise en scene. Yeah. Yeah. But but like <laughs> it was like. I could tell, like, this movie's, like, a lot better than uh, pretty much any other Right, movie. than Ernest Goes <laughs> to Camp. <laughs> like, there, there's... The mise-en-scene in Ernest Goes to Camp sucks. And it made me also, <laughs> the movies like this, it made me, like, pay attention to, like, like, oh, this is what a director does. Or, like, this is how they make movies. Or, like, you know, like, like really paying attention to the little things that I never really did, I guess. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people, you know think and even some fucking directors think that all directing is is pointing a camera at whatever's happening but knowing why you know why you're shooting a certain way and why the location matters or why the lighting yeah. matters they and said stuff. Like, ray liotta said um scorsese that's why i feel like scorsese is so good well i think number one he writes a lot of his movies so that gives yeah. him like where he's just like i know this better than anybody right and i know mm-hmm. what interests me about this and like, i know like every little thing and i can see it so he was like ray Liotta personally tied my tie every morning because he was like there was a certain way he wanted it in the making of the they, they show him they're like when little henry gets dressed up they're showing him he's all dressed up they're showing him the scorsese and he's like he's like no he's like it's not right he's like he's, he, doesn't, he doesn't look like a gangster enough like mm-hmm. he's just like he was so just like knows what he wants also lets people like collaborate and like the most famous scene from the movie is you know you think i'm funny which is like right thing that happened to joe pesci and he told him about and then was like oh we got to put that in the movie right it's pretty just like pretty perfect of a movie yeah it's it's incredible and like the robert de niro like every robert de niro joke impression thing is like from this movie yes yeah or you talking to me from Tyler right from text yeah. yeah like yes but like yeah 90 percent of it but is yeah, all yeah. this it's the, a little bit a little bit, little bit. you did insult yeah. him a little bit and the you know just making making a face yes, and like, just the to sunshine of my love just like looking it's like it's it's hard to be like that you know that one scene where he looked at that guy. What a classic scene! You know what I mean. Right. But like all, yeah, that, all yeah, he... it's hard. It's even it's hard to accurately describe. Like you know that scene where he had a really good idea. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. Didn't say anything. You saw him have an idea. That's how good he is. And yeah. it's like a classic, like iconic looking Shot, scene. Yeah. yeah. You know the, the podcast is called Hate Watch, Great Watch, and nominally it is a podcast about discussing film and you know. And ultimately, we build to whether we thought it was good or not. But, like, I don't think there was any. I mean, you know, a lot of times you can tell by the way we talk about a film Mm -hmm. before we get to this point. This movie stinks. Yeah. (laughs) But I think we all agree Goodfellas is bad. I don't like it. Bad fellas. I'm a Donnie Brasco fan myself. (laughs) D-Brask. They call me (laughs) D-Brasco. Yeah, no, it's it's fucking great. It's so good. And, like, I'm kind of glad I never watched it on TNT. Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm glad I, I didn't have 80% of this movie, like, tainted for me. Yeah. By seeing it on television good first. Good instincts. I was old enough to know that this was, like, an important movie and that it was going to be fucked up on TV. Because, yeah, you know, you watch, like, 
like Die Hard, I mentioned earlier, they do the, okay, Mr. Falcon. Yeah. It's like, that's dumb, but it doesn't affect the movie. Yeah. Where, you know, like cutting well, cutting out all the, like, the Incredible swearing. violence and stuff. Right, cutting, cutting out, be, right. Yeah. Yes. They say fuck, I think, over 300 times in this movie. So. I believe it. Really? 200 of them are Joe Pesci. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, like, that's a lot of editing. Yeah, and yeah. like. You have a, fa- a funniest line or favorite line. The fun, I don't know if my favorite, but the funniest line, I think, in the movie to me is, so they do the thing where he is just like, how am I funny? And then the guy, Sonny, who owns the restaurant, comes up to him, and he's just like, he owes him, he owes the bar like seven grand, so then he beats the shit out of him. Yeah. He's like, you know, Sonny, you're a real prick. He's like, you come in here and ask me, for me. you know how much money we spend this joint? And like, so he like freaks out and beats the shit out of him. And they're all laughing. But he's, he's like, you want to hear something last week? This asshole tried to ask me to christen his kid. He's like, yeah, for seven grand, I'll do it. Dude, Pesci's on fire in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. This, I mean, I love Karen's whole narration uh, over the wedding was all great. That, yeah, I, I really liked the, like, they're all named Peter or Paul. Yeah. And they're all married to a girl named Marie, and they named all their daughters Marie. They're all talking about their kids and how they, how they wouldn't listen. I grew up across the street from uh, a woman named Karen who had two daughters. Their names were Karen and Sonia. And then I found out that adult Karen had a sister named Sonia oh, who had two daughters who were named Karen, Karen and Sonia. Oh, wow. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. yeah. It's that. It's that. Yeah. It's, the, it's the Peters and the Falls. Yeah. It's like, what a crazy thing. Yeah. It's kind of like in cartoons where like, you know, an a, like one anthropomorphic animal will marry another one and they have kids and all their kids are like one or the other. Yes. It's like yeah. that. Like... <laughs> Which they subvert in one of the Muppet movies. There's a, a Miss Piggy has like a fantasy of what it's, what it would be like to be married to Kermit, and they have green pigs and pink frogs. Uh. <laughs> you have a favorite uh, line or moment? Yeah, I, mean? uh, I did have something else in my notes. I think I had also from like cultural osmosis knew the "fuck you, pay me" line. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And that's like a whole you know thing of like we didn't care how you gave us our money, you just need to give us our money, you know. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Uh, fuck you, he's like, oh, you yeah. know, oh, you got, got sick? Fuck you, pay me. Yeah. Oh, like the place burned down? Fuck you, pay me. Oh, you got struck by lightning? Fuck, fuck you, pay you. me. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing about this movie that I think like every what everybody says is like, and why it was so popular on TV? Because it's like, if you turn it on during any scene, you're like, oh, this scene's on? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like every part, there's no like fat or boring parts of the movie. No, no. There's no like shoe leather. This just does an incredible job being like, like every scene is telling you everything you need to know about what's going on. And it works as a whole. But if, yeah, if you just turn it on, you can follow the movie from any point. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, I was talking to my dad uh, earlier today and like, I forget what movie we were talking about, but he was talking about, it's just a movie where it feels like everybody, like even the like background actors and stuff that you never hear anything about or don't learn anything about. Like, it feels like they all have a story. Yeah. And know what it is and it all makes sense and like it feels like really cohesive and the scene yeah well like when they're going through the the shot of them going through the copacabana it was like everybody has like like there's the two the two people kissing and he's like every time with you two every time and there's like another guy who's like eating a sandwich like everybody has their own little gimmick like yeah, yeah like 
like everybody has an interesting. I mean, thing. that also they do a similar thing when Karen's visiting uh, him in jail, where we kind of pan across. Yeah, there's a guy getting, uh, a a guy getting blown. Guy getting blown somebody, at the end of the uh, table, uh, and... uh, changing a diaper on a yeah. baby. Yeah, everybody's yeah. got business. Yeah. yeah, it's fleshing out the world. Though. But yeah. there's yeah, there's nothing. There's no fat on it, like you said. Yeah. Like there's everything in there isn't necessarily important, but it builds the world, and makes everything feel realistic. Yeah. But that's the thing I liked. I like. I, I started mentioning this earlier. I don't know if I finished my thought but like they don't introduce you to everybody you need to know at the beginning they introduce them to you when you need to know them yeah i was like carbone like i said is in the whole movies throughout the whole thing you you know watching it today i was like oh he's in like the first couple of scenes yeah yeah he's just always there they don't call attention though until they're like oh and you know carbone he's part of the left hands of job and then they actually introduce him yeah because that's when he becomes relevant to the story and so many movies don't do that yeah it's like then this this person this person yeah right they're like everything needs to be telegraphed no and every also they do the thing where everybody loves to do a this is the team kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, but they don't all matter right now. Like, introduce them after, you know, I've had some time with, to get to know one of them and then, like, you know, build to where they all feel like characters. I yeah. mean, that's also how you meet people in real life. No, so, I met everyone yeah. I know at once. Right, exactly. And they all said, hello, my name is... And an interesting fact about me is I hate yeah. lemons. This is my thing. <laughs> right, this is my I live gimmick. my life around. Uh-huh. Yeah, I landed out of the UFO that I came from, and there was somebody changing a diaper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> somebody was getting blown. <laughs> yeah, that's a great couple of things to put next to each other, also. There was a buffer. <laughs> There's a guy making a sandwich in the middle. In the middle. <laughs> So this is the movie you've probably seen the most times of any movie. Yeah, probably this or Rocky. What is? Do you know what yours would be? Like Court Jester. Court Jester is definitely on there. Um, I've seen The Labyrinth and Willow a lot. I had them both on like right. a, a dub tape or you know, dupe, dupe tape. Yeah. yeah. Mine is probably shamefully <laughs> the uh, the animated Transformers movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No, this is a great watch for me. I think it's an all-around great watch. We all, yeah, yes, yes I would Clearly. say it is. And honestly, like of of the like you know mob movies that I've watched, of which like I I didn't see a lot of these until I was in probably my thirties. Yeah, um, it might be my favorite. Yeah, yeah. Over, I, I, like, I, I think it is over The Godfather, over Scarface. I don't know. And they're all different. Saw. This, yeah, but uh, yeah, this yeah. is like yeah, I definitely like this more than Scarface, Godfather. I mean, this is more enjoyable, yeah. I think, than Godfather. And God- They're doing Godfather different is a great things. movie. Yeah. But... yeah. It's just funny because I definitely hear about the Godfather the most. Well, there's three of them. Yeah, and I, that's probably why. Yeah. Well, the third and one. then also that the third one is, yeah, a little controversial Everybody among fans. It. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, but yeah, like, I don't really hear people reference the Goodfellas or reference Goodfellas so much. The Goodfellas. The Goodfellas. Uh, no, but. But I did, I did know that again. That the good feathers was a good fellas thing, because obviously, yeah, yeah. So yeah, either way, <laughs> um, I'm rambling. Cut me off. Okay. You didn't let me talk the whole time. And Shut now up, you're Karen. Me talk too much, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> this is a uh, pretty perfect. Yeah. Yeah, you were saying it's doing some of the most cinema. There's a couple of things that we have in our. Vault, I guess that I would put on like a similar level, but yeah, catalog. but yeah, it's all it's all the big what because I'm not I'm not like like blowouts got a lot because it's De Palma, yeah, and uh, Natural Born Killers has a lot 
and it's all over stone and it's you know and but that's like specifically intentionally being overstimulating being so lot, we're yeah. using a lot of different techniques to get that overstimulation yeah no those are both good you know good pulls so i mean it's not like we don't cover you no, know no, the we... big boys or anything but like no this yeah. is our first scorsese though it is our first scorsese is it better than mafia with an exclamation point i don't know i haven't seen mafia in years but it does have a very funny joke that i like about a guy with a large penis yeah. i liked all the vomit rigs in mafia because i was a gross youth i don't remember this oh there it's oh my I god i believe you there's like a funeral scene where everybody is comically vomiting for a ridiculous, and it's the, one of the things where somebody like pukes, and then other people puke, you know? Great, yeah. And it's funny because it's a funeral, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm laughing already. <laughs> <laughs> laughing all the way to the grave. Uh, I did want to say the "Foolish" by Ashanti, the music video is a remake of of the starring Ja Rule and Terrence Howard as as the Henry Hill character and she's i guess karen in the movie but they do the scene where they they like she they visit her they visit him and they're like you gotta go home like they do everything well really (laughs) yeah it's directed by irv Gotti. i gotta gotta watch it yeah so this was great i'm glad we we did this i'm glad i saw it yeah me too uh brian would you like to direct uh people to any of your endeavors anywhere they want to find you on the internet um is there anywhere you like to hang out they can uh, like like where one of my cabs my cab stands yeah, your cabs. uh is there a deli you frequent uh, i'm at at brian.beerman on instagram and i think that's and i'm on facebook as brian Beerman, but i don't really post on there uh well you can get everything you know from us one-stop shopping on our link tree it's l-i-n-k-t-r dot e-e slash h-w-g-w and that's where to stream the episodes uh, on movie john or on your platform of choice uh it's where to watch some of the movies uh, that we're currently talking about it's how to get in touch with us Maybe the Bother Ben button will still be there at this time. Oh, yeah. Who can say? It's where you can support side uh, hustles from a bunch of our favorite guests and um, support the Movie John Patreon. Patreon.com slash Movie J-A-W-N. You can get new episodes from us every other Wednesday. That's every Every other other Wednesday. Wednesday. I guess that's it. Yeah. Thank you for uh, bringing this to our attention, Brian. Yeah. Thank you for... uh... Horrible oversight on our part. Yeah, no, this, this was a great and professionally. This was a great like impetus to finally watch this movie, which I just knew was going to be good. Mm-hmm. I still, I still think it's so funny that people are like, I don't really like that last scene where his life crumbles around him. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> I didn't really like the scene where it tells you what the whole movie is about <laughs> and how he didn't learn a lesson. Uh, I didn't I, like. Uh, yeah, I don't like the scene where there are consequences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's everybody with everything. Though. It's yeah, you're not wrong. Uh, so yeah, thanks for uh, yeah inspiring us to do this, and yeah. thanks for having us over because we still can't record at our place yet. Yeah, we appreciate it. Uh, well, thanks very much, and uh, thanks to you for listening. If this was your first episode of Hate Watch, Great Watch, we hope you enjoyed it. Bye. 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 I love, so then they go on the date. I have to sneeze, sorry. That's fine. <laughs> Damn it. Liar. Uh-huh. Um, they go on the you date. You fucked up. You fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up. <laughs> I'll sneeze. I'll, 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 I'll be back. <laughs> I'll One be back to sneeze. sneeze. One more sneeze.
This has been a Movie John podcast. Where are the shovels? <laughs> Where do you keep the shovels? Gesundheit. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I edge my sneezes. Oh, gross. Cut, uh, cut. <laughs> you know that's going to be the end. It's going to be the stinger. Oh, we just got cut our that. stinger, guys.